0: He's probably not going to come back now. I even did a luminous paint this year. You did! You lured him out like some form of... lore. Maybe you can see the traps. You know, I wouldn't be surprised. You have been going through a Kevin McAllister thing. Yeah. You can't help yourself. It's just a phase. Leave me alone. Home alone. (laughs) Hey! Hey! Welcome, one and all, to Big Damn Christmas number three! It's our third annual Christmas special... Whatever you're celebrating this time of year, know and rest assured that we, Chris and Matt, are about to fill your ears with the sounds of us talking utter shite about Christmas movies whilst probably drinking and most likely eating things. Yes. Uh, So we thought we'd do just that. Uh, Last year, we talked extensively about the Star Wars Holiday Special. (laughs) Putting ourselves through it. and uh, I'm glad we did. What an experience. Yeah. A Christmas we'll never forget. But we're going to try to forget it.
1: <laughs> so, so bad.
0: By overwhelming our brains this festive season with uh, more Christmas stimuli than you can shake a candy cane Christmas hat. stimulation. Christmas stimuli. Mm, stimulate that Christmas bad boy. Gotta get that DVD. Yeah. So, what we thought we'd do this year. Yes. Um, as we've already talked about Underappreciate Christmas movies and, and this, that and the other over the last couple of years. What we thought we'd do is we'd just test how much shite we do ingest. Yes. Visually. Yes. <laughs> Whilst ingesting some actual shite. Yes. Uh, we were going to go through every Christmas movie ever made. Well. As far as Wikipedia is concerned. I don't know. These aren't necessarily Christmas. These are Christmas themed films. As, yeah. as Wikipedia All right, yeah, so, puts so, it. So they may not necessarily be something like Die Hard, for example. But I we've, we've know, talked at I length on them. On it could be on there. Well, we'll Let's see. Let's
1: find out.
0: But what we'll do is we're going to go through them. The list of the Wikipedia list is called... It Um, is
1: List of Christmas Films. This is a list of Christmas-themed films. (laughs) Thanks, Wikipedia. Part one. (laughs) This is a list of
0: Christmas-themed films which received a theatrical release. Oh, snap. Okay. so There's not just a complete A A to Z. No. It's it's not A to Z. It's by year. Oh, snap. That's even better, I think. So we're starting way, way
1: back... (laughs) In the early days of 1930.
0: So you're going to go 1994. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, um, but what we'll do, what we'll do, we've got to brace ourselves. It is our Christmas episode. It after is all. our
1: Christmas episode. And as you
0: can hear, Santa just pissed right off across yeah. the roof. He didn't even stop for a second. Which means. Which means. More treats for us, good <laughs> sir. More treats. We have to accompany us on this mini journey, gentle listener. And please do join us. We'd like to see if you can tick off as many of these Christmas. Uh, Films off of your list as possible. Who knows? You might learn of ones you've never watched before that we've watched. You might learn of films that you you watched once upon a time and wish to revisit. You might learn something. That's ultimately what we're here for in life. But we're also here to eat mince pies. You might learn something. Mmm, smell them, Matthew. They smell like the plastic box which isn't opening. You are
1: cack-handed. You know that, Johnson.
0: Oh, that's what they call mm, me. Cacandy Candy Johnson. Johnson. Filthy That's so we've got minced pies. Oh, Do you want to take your first one? Oh, the first mince pie of the season. We're going to bloody need these, I think. Yeah. We're going to need some in our tummy. Because Santa didn't stop by, boys and girls. Yeah. And as such, the whiskey's ours. <laughs> hey! Because <laughs> well, we don't
1: have any brandy. Yeah. Because
0: yeah. <laughs> it's not actually the season. It's mid-November. But anyway... We have got uh, Glenfiddich. This bottle was given to me as a. How lady. old is it? Uh, uh, twelve years. It's aged twelve years. Fucking hell, that's decent. Forty um, percent. My God, this was a, a gift to me. This was my uh, uh, best man uh, slash usher gift for my uh, my stepdad's wedding to my mum. Fantastic. Um, so I thought, what better way to crack it open while we look at Christmas shit and talk nonsense why not so I'll crack this little this little joyous oh it's <laughs> it's core sealed it won't let me open it it knows child sealed Caliban knows Caliban sees Caliban sees but he can't get into the fucking ball! <laughs> oh oh it's a corky ball. oh yeah Oh, Christ, alive. <laughs> For a his season. Glenfiddich. Oh, go on, give yourself a whiff of that. That's... Mm, not that in a while. Mm. Hello. Mm. Right. In that case, say when, good sir. Or oh, when, good sir. Pouring this out. You you at home, drink along. Yeah, that'll do. Water. Drink water. Thank you. If you are going to drink along to a Christmas list, please be, of course, of age. And most importantly, drink responsibly. Now we've got the legal shite out of the way. Merry Chuffing... Twatting Christmas, A good Merry sir.
1: Christmas, cocksucker.
0: <laughs> what? Mm. Oh, that warms the winter cockles. It does warm the winter cockles. And as such, Matthew. Yes. Bartholomew. Yes. Orogynous. Yes. Watson. Yes. The fourth. Yes. What's the first film on our list? Let's mm. see if we've seen it.
1: 1930s The Unholy Three in which a trio of thieves plan a jewel heist on Christmas Eve. What? That's the... That's the earliest That's one the on the list. That's the earliest
0: Christmas-themed released movie, it's at a... least in terms of generic ones that aren't a specific
1: category. It's it's a 1930 American pre-code melodrama involving a crime spree directed by Jack Conway and starring Lon Chaney. The film is a remake... What? The film is a remake of the 1925 film of the same name... With both films based on the novel The Unholy Three by Clarence Aaron Todd Robbins.
0: So it's a remake of a movie? Yes. Was the, I'm guessing the previous one wasn't set at Christmas then, because it would be on the list. I guess not. And it stars Lon, frickin' The Wolfman Chaney. Chaney. Lon Chaney talks in The Unholy Three. Um, <laughs> oh, it's one of those like early but, talky ones where but, it's like the novel of the release was that this film star, you're going to hear him speak. This is... Lon Chaney's last film and his only
1: talkie. Of course, because he'd been playing monster stuff before
0: and... and yeah.
1: He died Snap. from throat cancer a month after the film's release. released.
0: Oh. Oh. Okay. Um. It's Lon Chaney Senior. Oh! Right, yeah, yeah. okay. That makes Silly sense. Silly boy. Lon Chaney Junior. Okay. Alright. Okay. For a moment there, I thought I'd killed the wolfman. <laughs> no uh, not a euphemism kids not yet anyway not seen that but I want to see that Christmas film about a dual heist I'd see that I'd watch the shit out of that early talking. I've never seen an early talkie
1: <clears throat> and I don't kind of think what the it's... oldest film I've seen is probably on this list though
0: I think the earliest stuff I've watched is probably some Chaplains I've seen some Chaplains but oh yeah I've seen I don't some know what like Chaplin or the oldest Hardy shorts but yeah okay. have you seen have you seen any of the pre-talkie era laurel and Hardy stuff like, uh, like, I don't th- I don't know if they were a full-blown team oh, it's been so long since I've seen it for long but I've seen some stuff on a laurel and Hardy box set of their individual stuff in the silent era mm-hmm. um so maybe that I don't know maybe that footage of a train in a theater and everybody freaked out because they thought it was gonna train, drive into train him. arriving at a station or whatever it's called yeah and and it but everyone in the cinema like scattered because they were terrified that it's gonna come out the screen at us it's gonna come out the screen it's of the screen. It like don't worry about it it's fine it's like the first time a cat notices its own reflection it was just like this is weird and we got from there to
1: Michael Bay's Transformers um 1932 a bill of divorcement a man returns home on Christmas Eve after spending 15 years in an insane asylum but finds out things have changed since he left they really didn't get into like traditional Christmas movies for a long
0: time Wait, the second big commercially released Christmas movie in Western canon is about a man returning home after 15 years incarceration in a nuthouse. John Barrymore
1: and Catherine Hepburn in her first role. Um, 1934's The Thin Man. What? Yeah. Um, it, in which the, the two main characters, uh, Nick and Nora Charles, solve a mystery over Christmas. None of these are remotely Christmassy, aren't I they? know, right? We're gonna we're it's gonna be a while before we get into proper Christmas.
0: I mean I'm a Scrooge, but even I'm surprised <laughs> at this mm-hmm. lack of Christmas fun mm-hmm. in these Christmas set motion pictures. Alright. It's gonna be a it's gonna
1: be a few movies before we get to proper Christmasy movies. Um nineteen thirty four also gave us Babes The December Murders movies. It also um Nineteen thirty four also gave us Babes in Toyland. <gasps> right the the, the yes. Metro MGM adaptation mm. of the Victor Herbert operetta with Laurel and Hardy Felix and Charlotte and yeah. Henry Henry Brandon, et etcetera, etcetera. Et cetera.
0: Um Yeah, I've seen some of this. I have not. Prompted funnily enough, by the the Smodcast episode that is somewhat the inspiration for us taking this on, the looking at the the complete list of Christmas movies. I.e. the Smodcast episode that we're straight up just doing again. Oh, God, yeah. But they did it seven years ago, and Mm. there have been many movies since. Mm. Um, But they don't go full-blown into it. But I remember them talking about this a lot, and because of that, I went to watch clips of Babes in Toilet, which has been redone. Like There's been other versions of this yeah. yeah. But this is... This is odd. There's like a monkey dressed as Mickey Mouse. It's really weird. Sure. It's really freaking weird. Sure. Stanny Dum and Ollie D. It's really, really, really weird. Sure. Um it's not a Stan stand- it's not it's not a Laurel and Hardy film per se. They're, they're just, just in they're in it. it. Yeah. And um, yeah, it's um hmm. Yeah. You know you know some people get really freaked out by old stuff. Yeah. Old stuff just scares them. <laughs> Like, you know, sort of the sound of the singing and the visuals like, like and, and doing things like, people. well, doing stuff like, well, we don't have Mickey Mouse, but we can dress this this monkey up as Mickey Mouse. Sure. Like, just watch sure. this if you'd like to frighten yourself, people who are scared of the old times. The it's, old times. It's horrifying. Okay. All right. It's one of Lovecraft's monsters. Um, It's a Lovecraftian horror. In, it's, it's an old one.
1: Is it also <laughs> racist? Because that's very Lovecraftian. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> 1940s... The Bluebird in which the main character and her friends try to
0: find the bluebird of happiness on christmas eve <laughs> what i don't know but was starting to sound fun it's in technicolor apparently <laughs> it's intended something um oh
1: starring shirley temple it was in in uh it was intended as uh, Fox's answer to the wizard of oz <laughs> Didn't do well for him. Mm, Um, Also in 1940, we've got Remember the Night, in which the main character is caught shoplifting on Christmas Eve. Uh, (laughs) Sure. No idea. Um, And (laughs) 1940 finally gave us Beyond Tomorrow, in which the ghosts of three elderly industrialists who were killed in an airplane crash return to Earth to help reunite a young couple whom they plan to bring together. <laughs> is, this well, is this the list? Is the list of a Halloween movie? I know, right? It's some weird. Like, can we not just get some Santa Claus business going up? All along? Ding all, all Ding, up in
0: ding, here? ding, 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 ding. Just lovely, fun time. I'm a ghost. Smell.
1: I'm fuck um, you up, son. Um, <laughs> oh, and it gets even better with 1941's Meet John Doe, in which a former newspaper reporter asks a man who needs money to impersonate a protester who says he will commit suicide on Christmas Eve.
0: (laughs) I'm sorry, I'm not laughing at
1: suicide. But the ludicrousness of that concept. How dark that is. However, it gets more wholesome in 1942 with Holiday Inn, in which musicians prepare for a white Christmas at a cosy lodge. Oh. It's got Bing Crosby. It's got Fred Astaire. Irving Berlin wrote twelve songs for it, including White Christmas. Oh, dreaming of a white Christmas. Adapted into a
0: stage version as well. Ah, uh, yes, which is very good. No very doubt. Cool. Um, um, I like White. Have you seen White Christmas? No. Very old school. Proper old school, it like gotta be right. That song and dance routine era. You know, the sort of era where you're like, my god. The actual technique here and the dancing on display is phenomenal. This is incredibly well choreographed and shot. And then don't read any behind the scenes into any of that shit because it will depress the hell out of you. Because these people were not nice people. Nope. Eugene Kelly's, your Fred Astaire's, they were Nasty. Like you know, the stereotypical ballet choreographers, where it's like yeah. you know, do it again. It's like, but my toes are bleeding. Do it again. Do it again. That's what these people are like. And it's they get so really good. upsetting. So they get so good, but there's no need for them to force everyone else into it and be dicks. Especially because a lot of the star- a lot of the starlets that were being brought into those movies weren't professional dancers, no, and were being forced into this stuff so quickly. And it's like, oh my god, like the emotional trauma and physical trauma they went through just because these guys wanted the perfect routine. It's like, what's wrong we with you? We were just looking for a
1: wholesome Christmas movie, Chris. Why did you have to spoil it for us? I didn't
0: spoil it. b b bing did it. And his mate, Fred. 1944. Ah, <gasps> The Curse of the Cat People. There's nothing else going
1: on in 1944, I imagine. The main character... <laughs> War. The main character befriends her father's dead first wife and an elderly retired stage actress. Sorry, during what,
0: Christmas. what, what? Start again. Start again. Start again. I'm, mm. I'm, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like half an inch into my Glenfiddich, and I can't quite believe what you're saying. The main character
1: befriends her father's dead first wife and an elderly retired stage actress during Christmas.
0: Befriends the dead wife. Is it a ghost, or is it the corpse? The film... Why have we gone back? (laughs) The film,
1: which was then film editor Robert Wise's first directing credit, is the sequel to 1942's Cat People, and has many of the same characters. However, the movie has a completely different story, and no visible Cat People, only the ghost of a character established as a cat person in the previous film. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Cat People, the original Cat People... Tells the story of a young Serbian woman, Irina, who believes herself to be a descendant of a race of people who turn into cats when sexually aroused or deeply angered.
0: What the fuck is going on? Cat people. The movie. The movie. The musical. <laughs> now for something completely different. Jellicle cats we fucking eat.
1: 1944 <laughs> gave us MGM's uh, musical uh, Meet Me in St. Louis. St. Louis? St. Louis? St. Louis. St. Louis. St. Louis. In which the Smith family prepares to move to New York after
0: Christmas. Ding, 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 ding. Family fun time. Yeah, okay. No cats rutting.
1: 1945. Yeah, about what? Christmas in Connecticut.
2: Uh.
1: <laughs> a food writer must entertain her boss and a returning war hero for the holidays. Never heard of it. Nope. Uh, me neither. Uh. 1945 <laughs> the bells of st mary's a priest and a nun who have a, f- get a bath. who have a friendly rivalry oh, must I. try to save their school from being shut down on christmas
0: okay that's the first one that sounds like a christmas movie yeah
1: that sounds like we've got to get this show together or they're going to close the community centre like that's that
0: sister act it's st trinian's the proper one like, it's, you yeah, know, it's, it's, it's warm and, and whimsical. And, oh, what do you like? It? Oh, you love I have a pre-summer and rubber, you know. You to have a little, lovely little time, you little gets. Yes. Let's put on a little show in the community. Um, That's it, how they talk it is, in New York. It
1: is, of course, starring Bing Crosby. And, oh, actually, the character that he plays in this was also in the 1944 film Going My Way. Which Crosby had won Best Actor Oscar for.
0: Oh, that's why the character's in this. Must be. They've gone, let's bring back that character that won you an Oscar. Father O'Malley. What the hell is with this early freaking Avengers shit? Movies didn't give a shit back then. It's a sequel to The Cat People, but it's not a Cat People movie. However, one of the characters was established as a cat person in that film. But they're dead and a ghost in this. What is going on?
1: I tell you what's going on. We're
0: doing cinema wrong now.
1: Here the classic. Here come the classics. What? 1946. Yeah. It's a wonderful life.
0: Yeah, it is. Of buddy. course, we've
1: seen it. This. this is the first one I've seen of these.
0: It's 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 it, it, it is a Christmas staple. If you've not seen it, you think you've seen it because you've absorbed it through osmosis. Yeah. You've it's... seen it referenced in other stuff, or you've seen other versions of the story. Um, it's so it's, influential yeah it, it, it's the classic tale of man visited by spirit who shows him what life would be like had he never been born and the effects that have on the world around him and or uh, what would happen after his death it's 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 a reworking of Christmas Carol structure in yeah, a way yeah yeah um, we're gonna get to a Christmas Carol later by the way because they've separated Christmas Carol off I was gonna say I'm, I'm sure we've missed Scrooge mm. like already but yeah oh we'll get to Alistair Sim and his oh, yeah. wacky face oh yeah um, so yeah, it's I'm a wonderful act. life.
1: It's a classic. What do you want us to say about it that hasn't already been said? Clarence,
0: I want to live again. I want to live again. Merry um, Christmas, movie house. It's also a massive refer- It's a massive, like, sort of plot framing device in in um, one of my favorite Christmas movies, Gremlins. Yes, <laughs> it, it plays yes. throughout. It's on the TV, and, and um, Mrs. Peltz is like crying while she's in the kitchen preparing it just before that kitchen sequence begins. It's massively uh, influential. And it pops up everywhere.
1: It's even in one of the Red <coughs> Wharf novels. In Better Than Life, Lister Lister's Better Than Life is a version of the town from It's a Wonderful
0: Life. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty great. Um <laughs> I saw those books compiled recently into like a newish volume that was just yeah. all of them in one book, and I was like, Oh, I might pick that up. Um <clears throat> The following year, 1947,
1: of course, gave us the original version of Miracle, Miracle on 34th Street. Yes. In which an old man claims to be Santa and a lawyer defends him in court to stop him from being
0: institutionalised. Have you seen the original? No. Have I've you only, seen, you've seen, seen the, the 90s remake. one yeah, with one uh, really. Maura Wilson and, and uh, Richard Ambrose? Sure, yeah. That is one Which, which it happened to... After... <laughs> Back before the internet wasn't a thing, really, so mm. no one was complaining about a remake of a classic. Oh, Natalie Wood's in the original.
1: Natalie Wood. The late Natalie Wood, late Natalie who, Wood. Would let, who would play Maria in the
0: in West Side Story. Yes, who died very tragically, if yes. I understand, in circumstances which may or may not be being covered up by several actors who are alive today. <laughs> yes, <laughs> um, But probably
1: not for long. Uh,
0: 1947. Well, let's hope that there's no uh, walking back from that. Yes. Anyway... Um, <laughs> Nineteen (laughs) forty seven. Also Doesn't it suck when people you like are involved in insidious things? The bishop's whiteness.
1: Oh right. An angel helps a bishop to change his life and save his marriage before Christmas.
0: So it's a A wonderful life. So it's a wonderful life. I guess so? It's a wonderful life again. I guess so. Right, here's a question. How much? Forgetting adaptations and we will get to them. How much has *Christmas Carol* influenced Christmas stories and adaptations? Like, how many times have things just adapted *Christmas Carol* in a different context? Because um, *It's a Wonderful Life* could arguably be a *Christmas Carol*-influenced story. That what was it called? The Pope's wife? The Bishop's wife? Bishop's wife? The Pope's wife. The Pope's wife. Pope's wife. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Um, the Pope's wife. The Pope's favorite toy. The young Pope. The young pop. The Jude Law. There's a kangaroo wandering around the Vatican. What's this? <laughs> What's happening? Oh, he's so wacky, that young Pope. What's he going to do next? Pope Babies. It's like Muppet Babies. It's the Pope and Jerry Kids. Um, oh, my days. So that was a thing. Uh, not Pope and Jerry Kids. So <laughs> the, Bishop's, the Bishop's Wife. The Bishop's Wife. is again, it's Christmas Carol. Like it's it's a, an angel comes and shows him how to change his ways in time for Christmas. I'm an angel, and I'm a bishop. Two roommates, will they get on? It's, it's the angel and the bishop. It's just two brothers, two brothers, and they're running, running from God. They are running from God. Um, <laughs> yeah, who knows? Hi everyone. We talk a lot of shit. Now, Welcome.
1: This one, this one sounds interesting. This is 1948. Again, I've never heard of this. At Christmas time in the Old West, three outlaws find a woman dying in childbirth and deliver the baby to civilization in a retelling of the three wise men. What? So that's a Western. It's a, John, it's a John Ford Western.
0: Yeah. Um... Hey, Pilgrim, we it's, got the son of God over here. It stars John Wayne. Oh, shit! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I uh, was
1: joking. And it is a retelling... There is a silent version from 1919, which is thought to be lost.
0: Okay, so this is a remake
1: um, of a, so a... remake of that.
0: Hitherto unavailable motion picture.
1: And, uh... Yeah. It's remade in Technicolor. And it's about that <laughs> there's they, they find a woman stuff and they, they find a woman giving birth they give the baby civilization they're the three wise men but they're also cowboys yep sure we've got to
0: get this baby in a manger <clears throat> pilgrim
1: now we're going to go back to <laughs> we're going to back to going to go back to the weird non christmassy stuff
0: ah the 1949's
1: mr soft touch
0: Whoa, whoa, whoa,
1: whoa, whoa, whoa. Mr. Soft Touch. Whoa.
0: (laughs) (laughs) In which... What the hell could this possibly be about? In which
1: a returning war hero who is on the run from the mob learns that a gangster has taken over his nightclub and murdered his partner. Oh, God. Presumably it's set at Christmas. And, and that's why it's on this list of Christmas films.
0: Yeah. Um, Mr. Soft Touch. I'm sure it's on plenty of other lists as well. Yeah.
1: <laughs> the kind that you don't want to find yourself on. Take you my want, word for you it. You want to avoid Mr. Soft Touch. I will tell you the main character's name is Joe Miracle.
0: <laughs> Alright, fair enough. <laughs> you sold a ticket. A Christmas <laughs> Let's miracle. Let's go watch Mr. Soft Touch. Yes. Um, oh Christ that's the name of the film uh, also in
1: 1949 Robert Mitchum and Janet Lee starred mm. in Holiday Affair in yes! which a ser- sales clerk, clerk and a young woman fall in love yes I've seen that one I've not seen Holiday I've Affair I've
0: seen that many moons tell ago. me about
1: Holiday Affair
0: I don't remember a single bloody thing you've just seen it yeah that's it, was, uh, it was a film studies uh, list film and I remember taking it out amongst some others and just watching it because we were looking at noir aesthetic. Okay. And it's not a noir, but it's that kind of thing of the, oh, the, the illicitness, okay. the affair, you were sort of able to... Because basically we were looking at noir stuff and I was I was trying to find things where you could look at every aspect of the storytelling. And obviously a lot of what happens in noir is, oh, you've uncovered this. It's like, oh, right, it's true, it's true, I tell you. And they sort of show a flashback. And I got wind of that movie because it was a list of ones based on like, stuff around the time. And I was like... Well, that film basically is the flashback of the reveal scene in a thing. It's like you know, like you're gonna. Re- it's the story of the affair. Mm. It's like, well, watch that then. So mm. yeah, so it helped me build an understanding of stuff. I can't for the life of me remember a damn thing that happened in it because I was looking at it in an analytical way. The same way that I didn't remember a damn thing about Twenty Eight Days Later till after I left college and rewatched it. Good movie that. Because I watched it loads of times in college, but Not I was looking at movie, it though. through no, but I was looking at it through an analytical eye, so I don't really absorb the an film. analytical. Lens. All I remembered was Killian Murphy's cock. Killian Murphy's Christmas Cock
2: (laughs) It's
0: a 28 day calendar That's the episode title (laughs) And the last window (laughs) (laughs) The last (laughs) window is a very long window It was a cold Uh, morning Matthew It covers (laughs) three days
1: Um, (laughs) 1950 gives us the, uh, the wonderfully titled The Great Rupert. What? (laughs) The story revolves around a little animated squirrel who, with lots of charm, accidentally helps two economically distressed families overcome their obstacles. Wait, right, what? Read that one more time, please. The story revolves around a little animated squirrel who, with lots of charm, (laughs) accidentally helps two economically distressed families overcome their obstacles. Uh... Uh, it is uh, based on a story written by Ted Allen, which has also been published as a children's book under the title
0: Willie the Squouse. Willie the what? <laughs> the Squouse. <laughs>
1: you know, the Squouse. S-Q-U-O-W-S-E. Squouse.
0: <sighs> yeah, I'm switching to the coffee now. Um, <laughs> I want to know... I, I want... What? Hmm? Uh,
1: 1951 gives us the Lemon Drop Kid. A bit careless. Uh, a horse racing fan has a month to pay back the money that he borrowed from a gangster just before Christmas.
0: Right. All of these are American motion pictures oh, yeah. for the most part. Yeah, yeah. The hell's wrong with you, America? I mean, that question could go on forever, but the hell's wrong with you in regards to this? 1954 gives us White Christmas, which is
1: like Holiday Inn, but it's not a remake of Holiday Inn. Same songs, but it's not but a remake. That's
0: the one I've seen, then. Yeah. That's the one I've
1: seen. Again, starring Bing Crosby.
0: Yeah, Bing Crosby and... Uh,
1: Bing Who Crosby, was... Danny Kaye, Rosemary Clooney. Danny Kaye.
0: That's the one I've seen.
1: Yeah. That's weird. Um, that is really weird. It's not a remake. It features the songs, yeah. But it uses
0: the same songs.
1: The songs of *In Berlin, including a new version of the title song introduced by Crosby in the film Holiday... In
0: why why would that why why this is like James Earl Jones playing faster again? Well, because in the, in they the one saving, next year. It's like what's the point? They were saving all
1: their budget for next year's Christmas hit. Oh, 1955's We're No Angels, in which three escaped prisoners hide out in the home of a kindly shopkeeper. What the <laughs> fuck is going on? And repay his kindness by helping him and his family out of several
0: crises. Okay, yes, heartwarming. But yet again, we've had, like, three prisoners, like, four crooks, two asylum escapees or or evictees. Oh, and it's about to get better. And biblical cowboys. It's about to get better. Is it?
1: It gets better? 1955's uh, Night of the Hunter. Yeah. In which a religious fanatic marries a naive widow whose children are reluctant to tell him where their father hid $10,000 he'd stolen during Christmas. Uh, Night so, of the Hunter. The Night of the Hunter. The Night of the Hunter. What the fuck? The Night of the Hunter. Why? The Night of the Hunter. That sounds
0: like a slasher flick.
1: It is a slasher flick. Where's the money
0: on Christmas? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I you think a lot of these movies were just films that weren't getting sold? Pl- pl- it's a corrupt minister turned
1: serial killer who attempts to charm an unsuspecting widow and steal $10,000 hidden by her executed husband.
0: Oh, Jesus, wept. Yeah.
1: What? Christmas. Christmas films. Ah, here's the first one. Here's the first big one. Oh, you're going to love this. Oh, here we go. <laughs> How many
0: murderers feature in this one? <laughs> That's what I want
1: to know. Santa Claus. <laughs> yes. Sometimes known as Santa Claus versus oh, the, the Devil. devil. <laughs> it's a 1959 Mexican fantasy film. Directed by René Cardano and co-written with Adolfo Torres Patillo. In the film... You've seen this
0: one, right? No. Nope. You've seen clips from this N- one, nope. right? No. Santa works
1: in outer space and does battle with a demon sent to Earth by Lucifer to ruin Christmas by killing Santa and making all the children of the Earth do evil. This was a Mystery Science Theatre 3000 one, wasn't
0: it? I'm going to say it now, guys. This (laughs) film, and to you as well, good sir, this film from time to time pops up on YouTube. Oh, okay. If you can... Okay, please watch it. I need to watch this. Please watch it. It was a rabbit hole night for me. Santa must. Stop I heard Satan about it
1: ruining Christmas. I heard
0: about it. I was like, this can't exist. I saw some clips. I did a search. There it was, and I watched it. I was half awake and I was pissing myself laughing. It was great. You know, the, sh- the shitty little sofa I had in healing. Yeah, I was hunched on that with my laptop, in my lap just going. What is this? What the hell? Are-? Should have been watching porn. Let's be honest. I was like, <laughs> Instead, I was watching Santa versus the Devil. So,
1: fucking what?
0: Yeah, um, it's as metal as you think for a 1950s motion picture made in Mexico.
1: 1961 gives us the Disney version of Babes in Thailand.
0: Yes, this is the more popular. Um, no, one this is in colour,
1: the Technicolor one. Yeah, um, and also in the same year, we got Pocketful of Miracles. A pocketful of miracles, which sounds like a bit like a. It sounds like a bit of a Pygmalion thing. A New York York gangster.
0: Oh, God's sake.
1: And his girlfriend (laughs) attempt to turn street beggar Apple Annie into a society lady when she learns that her daughter is about to marry into royalty.
0: Okay, so it's switched from gangsters now to kindly gangsters. Gangsters gangsters with hearts of gold. Family gangsters. Yeah. Fangsters. But corruption... The
1: corruption corruption theme is not gone, because in 1967, we got the Christmas kid. In which a corrupt sheriff, born on Christmas Day, decides to change his ways and go against the most powerful man in town.
0: Why? I don't know. Why? I don't know. I'm gonna change my ways uh, and go against the most powerful man he was in born town. On Christmas
1: Day, he's actually Kildren. Christ. Um, <laughs>
0: he's not a Christ allegory or metaphor. We also get he fit- just is Christ.
1: 1967 also gives us the romantic comedy Fitzwillie. Which stars Dick Van Dyke as a butler who robs gimbals on Christmas
0: Eve. Yeah, I've heard of this one. I don't know anything about it. Yeah. But again, a robbery story. Yeah. A robbery story. But Dick Van Dyke, so I would like to see it.
1: Yes, because I like Van Dyke.
0: Dick Van, like and subscribe.
1: I like that. I I, Dick
0: Van like like and subscribe. I lick Van. Okay.
1: Mmm, mm. very good. 1970. Um, <laughs> so, oh, I guess they might be integrated into this list because 1970 is the Albert Finney version of Scrooge, musical version of uh, a Christmas Carol with Albert Finney in the title role and Alec Guinness as Jacob Marley.
0: Oh, Marley and Marley, avarice and greed. Um,
1: 1974 gives us our first proper uh, Christmas slasher. We got Black Christmas, in which the sisters are terrorized by a mysterious stalker slash murderer. So you know. So carrying on with festive, that. Festive, thing. festive, festive. Uh, we, we there are some. There are definitely some. Oh no, it's just later than I thought it was. there's some missing in. Here and I was like, no, it just doesn't happen yet. Um, <laughs> the same year, and this, this again, this is only a. a uh, tangentially Christmas movie is 1974's Female Trouble in which a spoiled schoolgirl runs away from home at Christmas, gets pregnant while hitchhiking, and ends up as a fashion model for a pair of beauticians who like to photograph women committing crimes. Matt? Yeah? What's
0: the meaning of Christmas?
1: Um, well, you should ask the, uh, the inmates of the institution, along with Randall McMurphy, um, as they celebrate Christmas in the 1975 film, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest.
0: So this is just all films which feature Christmas. Yeah, I was going to say they've gone from Christmas films as a to just plot Christmas. Device. Yeah, <clears throat> that means um, that some of our faves are going to pop up though.
1: Yes, possibly. Like 1983's A Christmas Story, not one of my faves. Um, got
0: cult following though, isn't yeah. it? That one. And I yeah. don't. Isn't there a second one in development, or it's already come out? I have out?
1: No idea. But yeah, Ralphie has to convince his parents and Santa that a Red Ryder BB gun really is the perfect gift. I've never seen a Christmas story. I think it's more of an
0: American thing, that one. Um, it seems to be one of their babies. Like one yeah. of their, oh God, if you have not seen it? Like you're not doing Christmas right. It's hilarious because it's sort of... I know it's off-kilter Christmas, isn't it? It's sort of like derivative. Mm. There's a whole thing yeah, of like yeah. the Santa being an arsehole, the mall Santa and stuff like that. Yeah. That kind of thing. But, um, yeah. but 1983
1: also gives us Mickey's Christmas Carol. Which is the animated, biz- great. Is an animated ad- adaptation of, uh, of A Christmas Carol. Have you seen that characters? one? I haven't seen that.
0: It's beautiful. The animation is gorgeous. Um, Marley is Goofy. Like Goofy plays Marley. So he's got a gangly okay. body with the chains and everything. Scrooge McDuck is Scrooge.
1: Well, I think I think this might well, be, be the
0: debut of Scrooge McDuck, actually, before they then put him in everything. Um, yeah and he's wonderful in it it's, it's just a straight adaptation of Christmas Carol Mickey is, is Bob Cratchit um, I can't remember who the first couple of ghosts are I think they're original creations I might be wrong but um, the ghost of Christmas yet to come is you know big dark robe but he's a big bloated figure and he's got a cigar coming out the hood all the time Okay, and then when he throws him in the book style he throws when he gets to his graveside he throws him into the fucking fiery pits okay. inside the grave and it's Pete like he just sort of peels the hood back he's just <laughs> cackling away and it's just like well this is horrifying yeah it's really good that one it's it's beautiful animation absolutely gorgeous animation and there's great mm. stuff with the shadows in Scrooge's home And yeah and that's really good I recommend that one like crazy that's great interesting Um, 1983
1: also gives us Trading Places
0: of course take place at Christmas yeah you know
1: upper class commodities broker homeless street hustler there's a bet going on and they cross they yeah they, take they a trade
0: places yeah trade Dan Aykroyd and uh, Eddie Murphy yeah um then again in
1: 1984 another one of our favourites you know what it is it's Gremlins it's Gremlins goddamn Gremlins a gremlins. A gremlins. It's a gremlins a gremlins story a Gremlins it, story it's
0: a Gremlins story
1: what to say about Gremlins that hasn't already been said about Gremlins it's the greatest
0: Gremlins 2 prequel you'll ever see. <laughs> and, the, has... and the greatest uh Small Soldiers uh, yeah. pre- prequel you'll ever see. Oh it just it has the best um
1: Why I Hate Christmas story.
0: Oh god. Ever. And a scene anything. that's told so sincerely it's that it's it's hilarious and upsetting. Mm-hmm. And brings the whole movie down for five minutes. You're like, oh, oh, now I'm in a bad mood. Yeah. <laughs> forget the monsters tearing through the
1: small city. But then there's also monsters tearing through a small
0: city, which is fantastic. They're playing poker. <clears throat> They've got leggings on. <laughs> Leg warmers dancing away. Uh, <laughs> spinning around fans. One's got a little balaclava on. He thinks he's a mob. He's a mobster. And Stripe. Don't forget Stripe. Right. Mm-hmm. Voiced by, but you can guess that in one bleeding can go. Or oh, Frank Welker. Of course Frank Welker. Yeah.
1: If, <laughs> if it's
0: something that doesn't sound human, probably Frank Welker. Yeah. Um, Howie Mandel as Gizmo. So weird to me in modern times, because at the time, growing up, I was just like, oh, Howie Mandel, he's the voice of Gizmo. Hmm. And now I know him as, like, one of the judges on American Idol. It's just like, wait, what? <laughs> it's like really strange. Hmm? Mommy. Um, <laughs> um we also get some of the best opening narration and closing narration for a movie ever. So good. That's all... my story, friends. Uh Peltzer. <laughs> so good. We also get um the Bathroom Buddy. Nineteen eighty four Got your toothbrush, you got your um, shaving phone, we you got your bathroom
1: mirror. Awesome oh, cables. <laughs> <laughs> Another Christmas slasher flick. in... It was a flick in Silent Night, Deadly Night, oh! which I've tried to watch yeah. but never made it through because
0: again a bit of a came. cult, a bit of a cult yeah.
1: following. Now, a traumatized young man becomes a Santa suit-clad spree killer on Christmas Eve. Yeah, because why not?
0: One of Necker's um, first mego style, like cloth costume action figures. Up, ah. yeah. Um,
1: we also get probably not the first. Some hardcore collector out there will be like, "What shall But 1984. Yeah, it's one of the first I remember. Nineteen eighty four is the start of a Charles band uh produced uh, directed um and created franchise uh which would go on for quite a few called Trancers also released as Future Cop in some in some yeah, that Yeah. Um in which Jack Death Uh, Not Jack Death. Jack Death. D-E-T-H. Jack Death. (laughs) Is a Philip Marlowe-esque police detective in the 23rd century who travels to the 1980s in order to bring his old nemesis to justice. The film portrays a unique method of time travel. People can travel back in time by injecting themselves with a drug that allows them to take over the body of an ancestor. Oh. So in this first trances, he comes down to 1985, Los Angeles, Christmas confronts a Santa squid-faced trancer, mosh pits to a punk rendition of Jingle Bells, and even meets the Three Wise Men. What? Are they cowboys? I don't know, but I guess I have to see trancers now. Mm. Didn't know about that. Um, 1985. Got a few in 1985. <laughs> uh, we got The Sure Thing with John Cusack, in which a college student plans a cross-country trip to get laid, but ends up travelling with a young woman. Daphne eager. they hate each other, so naturally, they bone. It's um, the 80s. They bone. Not seen the show thing. For comedy. We also get One Magic Christmas. Just the one. We, uh, in which an me, angel what? shows
0: the, a young mother the true meaning of Christmas. Right. I am starting a new little trend here. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, let's see from this point on how many movies are either Something Something Criminals. Something Something Criminals, yeah. Something Something Criminals slash Mobsters with Heart of Gold. Yeah. And Something Something Angel Shows Someone Something. Okay. And a subgenre that we're going to come across more in the 90s. Something Something Santa Gets Caught Up in Something Something...
1: Oh, we're definitely going to get some of them. We've got one about to come down the line.
0: Oh, crap, down the chimney! Because
1: 1985. Ah, <laughs> good sir. 1985 gave us two fantastic Christmas movies. Firstly, Rocky IV, <laughs> in which Rocky boy. challenges Ivan Drago. Is that the Woman with the Robot. Yes. Uh, Rocky. Happy birthday, Barney! Rocky and uh, <laughs> Ivan Drago's uh, unsanctioned 15-round fight in the Soviet Union takes place on Christmas Day. Of course it does. <laughs> of course it, of course does. it does. Rocky Four is great, and I can't wait for <clears> Creed II. <throat> is that I must break fantastic. you? Fantastic. Yeah, because Creed Two. Oh
0: is... my god, that means Creed Two, which will definitely be a vastly superior movie. People are going to have to, if they really want context, go back to watch. Happy birthday, party! They're going to have to watch four Rocky, Rocky is Four. Fucking
1: great. Any excuse to go back and watch Rocky Four is a gift from the gods. Shut your. <laughs> Fucking mouth. There's a robot in it.
0: Yes, there is. <laughs> in 1985, and it's implied that Polly fucks the robot. Yes, it is. <laughs> Burgess Meredith fucks a robot.
1: <laughs> What's not to love? Rag, 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 rag. But 1985 also gave us one of the truest, truest Christmas classics, Santa Claus the Movie. Right. With Dudley Moore and John Lithgow, and yeah, okay. it's great. It's great. Don't say anything else. No. It's great.
0: Explain this one to me.
1: Yeah, okay. I, grew- mm-hmm. I don't know. You need to swallow your pie first. Never.
0: Swallow Chris, <laughs> you seemed to mm-hmm. say.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I grew up in the 90s. So to me, yeah. whenever I heard Santa Claus or Santa Claus movie whatever, I always assumed it was the Santa Claus. The Tim Allen. The Tim Allen Santa Disney Claus. late night's comedy.
1: Yeah. The, the look isn't Tim Allen fat now. That one. A decent bit of prosthetic work. Home improvements can't fit down the chimney. Got to widen that stack.
0: Um, Fucking hell. So when I finally realised that there were two movies called Santa Claus, I think I caught the Santa, Santa Claus the movie on TV one day. As a kid, I am going to say this, now, and I'm, I'm only asking this because I'm curious as to what your experience was with it. Yeah. As a kid, when I did finally see this one, I was about seven or whatever. I thought it was boring as hell. And I think the reason because, I think the reason of, the, of that, yeah. because of that, the reason for that was because of, hi, Sentence Structure, Hey, um, hi, Whiskey, was that it's mostly a story about commercialism and businessmen. Yes. And that really, I think I went into it as a kid going, oh, all right, cool, Santa Claus film. Well, I'm going to tell you now. Santa Claus, it's only really, like, well, is it Dick Donner? Is it Richard Donner? Uh, no, 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 it wasn't. Because it feels like it, that opening twenty minutes. Now I've seen it in full. That opening twenty minutes is like the origin of Father Christmas, isn't it? Yeah, it feels like it feels like Superman the movie, like the way it's done. And I think maybe it's just the visuals of you know, like the the, the Arctic and everything, all that kind of thing, the North Pole, and the Fortress of Solitude, that kind of visual match, maybe. But yeah, yeah. It feels like a superhero origin story in the style of Superman the movie. Yeah. Like this wholesome big character piece. Yeah. And then the rest of the film just becomes about Dudley Moore as an elf. And John Lithgow being be like, oh, we're going to make a toy. We're going to show us how to make toys. Ah, it's our own, our own Monopoly on Christmas. And it's just like, what am I watching? It it feels like two different films slammed together. Yes. What's, what's the what's the pull for you? What what are the things that make you go, no, this is great and here's why? Because I'm curious. As I finish this last sip of something that's probably going to kill me. John Lithgow. Sometimes
1: dead is better. Cramping candy canes into his mouth and disappearing
0: up into the stratosphere. Is that why you like the film? That shot. It's one of the reasons why I like the film. It's not very good. Cause it's during, it's during that weird period where Dudley Moore was like sort of becoming an American film star. Yeah,
1: yeah. It it, it isn't very good. It didn't do well, <laughs> and everyone hated. The critics hated it. Um. However,
0: it's just so campy. Yeah. Yeah. You
1: kind of have to
0: like it, it. It's definitely got a lot of charm, but I just I don't know. I think I was just put off by like all the the boardroom shit. You know what I mean? I was just like, what's going on? There's so many scenes in just brown wood panelled boardrooms of John Lithgow sort of being hammy over some paperwork in a model town or something, whatever it was. I was just like, what is happening? What is going on here? Where's, Masa- saying, yeah. where's Masana Claus? Where's Masana Claus? Who played Santa Claus in that? Uh, it is... The title character and yet arguably not to the main character of the movie. David Huddleston. I remember him being very warm. Um, yeah, it was very good in it. Very um, warm portrayal. They don't go for the overly sized, like Big Father Christmas with the giant beard. They go for like sort of the handsome grey white beard. And yeah, he's a sort of a bit of a stocky figure. And when you
1: get that, um, <clears throat> well, that that opening sequence, like you said, you, it's uh, him. He's him. He's a woodcutter mm. who makes who makes toys and delivers them to children with his wife at Christmas. Um, and then he gets caught in a blizzard and the they save him the, um, the elves the elves save him and
0: make him Santa Claus an immortal and then they send him in a ship from Krypton from Krypton Krypton down Krypton. to earth and um, the light of Earth's yellow sun so yeah that's a
1: fucking Christmas classic and I it's not very good though but it's a Christmas it's not very good yeah. but it's a classic I love it but was shit <laughs> 1987 A Muppet Family Christmas Ning, 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 ning. Kermit and his friends spend Christmas staging a surprise visit to Fozzie Bear's Mother's Farm.
0: I've see not seen this I'm one, but I, I am aware of it, as is the, usually what happens when you work with two Henson-obsessed puppeteers for years. You, you get you become aware of the Muppet stuff. So I'm aware of this. This is one of several Muppet Christmas-related products. Um, There's the obvious one, which we'll definitely be getting to. Oh, yeah. Um, But, like, another one is a 2000-something TV special called Letters to Santa. Like, that's another one. Mm. And there's one called... uh, What's that that one called? That's called... Uh, A Muppet Family Christmas. Right. There's another one later called A Very Muppet Christmas. Something like that.
1: Okay.
0: Um, Which I've not been able to find, but I remember really liking. So, the Muppets are kind of a monopoly on TV Christmas movies. I imagine this was a TV one. Hmm. Yeah, but it's listed in the theatrical release section. Could, Could have had a limited release. Very confused by that.
1: Um anyway. Also in 97, 1987 nineteen eighty seven we've got the Brett Easton Ellis adaptation, Less Than Zero. College freshman comes home and all his mates are on drugs. About the idle rich youth in Los Angeles. Cool. Take Robert, a shot. It's not mobsters, but it's drugs. Robert Danny Jr. Oh. Yeah. Um <laughs> who's a drug addict? In film. Um <laughs> Wow Say no more. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's
0: cleaned up his act, but sir. So... Um, also in
1: 1987, the Shane Black train starts. The Shane train. Yeah.
0: Oh, Lethal Weapon. Lethal Weapon. Christmas movie? Christmas
1: movie. Christmas movie. Christmas movie. Christmas movie. Christmas movie. Christmas movie. 1989. Christmas movie. Christmas movie. Christmas
0: movie. 1989. <laughs> Christmas movie? <laughs> this one <laughs> sounds
1: interesting. This, um, get this. French horror thriller action film. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which is noted for its similarities to the 1990 American film Home Alone. What? The makers of which were, n- were threatened with legal action
0: by the by makers of this
1: movie. Writer and director Rene Manzo on the grounds of plagiarism alleging that they remade my movie. 3615 code Père Noel. What the heck? Uh, or 3615, I guess. Um, Also known as Deadly Games, Game Over, and Hide and Freak. In which a child genius spends Christmas Eve defending himself and his grandfather grandfather from a psychotic home invader dressed like Santa Claus.
0: (laughs) I'm sorry. Home Alone Connection or not, that's once again a psycho on Christmas.
1: Yeah. 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 That does sound eerily similar to, to, to Home Alone. It came out a year before.
0: But in the realms of production, Home Alone would have been in its pre-production.
1: Yeah, and it's actually not that. Um, it's, an, it's a French movie, so mm. they could have skipped over that. But I've not seen that. I've never even heard of that. But I'm glad I have now. Are you? Yeah, I'm going to search that out.
0: 1989. It out like
1: your next victim. Uh, Also, in 1989, we got National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation.
0: What we've talked about this. Mm -hmm. Lucy's a big fan of that. I think I've only ever seen that once. I was like, yeah, yeah. 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 He has a go at all his family. Cool. I, I I had very sort of stressful, busy Christmases growing up, so I I don't particularly enjoy watching films at Christmas where. Everyone's stressful and busy. Unless they're being picked off by terrifying animatronics. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, But that'll never happen. Further down the list (laughs) in 2015. We also get Prancer (laughs) in
1: 1989. Is this the one about one of the reindeer? Refusing to give up a belief in Santa Claus, a child discovers a hurt reindeer in the woods which she believes to be Prancer. Is it Prancer?
0: Or is that kid? Hi. Is it not Prancer? I don't know because I've never fucking seen it and I can't be bothered reading the article. It's going to be Prancer. Now... It's going to be Prancer and they're going to nurse you back to health and then Santa's going to come and collect Prancer. This list is definitely incomplete. Because in 1990,
1: they've listed Die Hard 2. But they haven't listed Die Hard. What? Which is Die more Die Hard's literally set at like, on like the Hard 23rd is, of is more December. A Christmas, it? a Christmas film. Yeah. And as he's Die Hard 2 it's set at Dulles International Airport on Christmas Eve. Christ alive! But Die Hard, not so much. <sighs> uh,
2: yeah. Ah, I, uh, I, uh, I know.
1: I know. But Die Hard two is great. Well, Sam. What do you want to say? What do you want to say about Die Hard two? With a Vengeance. <laughs> yes. No, that's the next one. Is it? Yeah.
0: Die harder. Die Hard two. Die is two die is harder. Die harder. It's just dumb title. Die
1: Hard with a Vengeance is not set at Christmas.
0: <clears throat> Who's the villain in Die Hard two?
1: Uh. Some South American dictator bloke and (laughs) William, not William Fickner. Who's his, who's his, um... who's the other William Fickner guy? Who's the guy who's like American military, but he's actually um, helping this guy out. What's the, what's his name? What's his name? What's his name? I'm going to look him up now. going to look up Die Hard 2. Die Harder. William Atherton.
0: That guy is, is, the, is, the, is
1: the is the no oh yeah no that's um, that's the dictator William Sadler. That guy William Sadler, who plays the Grim Reaper in uh, the Bogus Journey.
0: Journey. All right, he's okay. uh,
1: like the American general dude, or like American Special Ops dude, who's actually helping. He's like starting off the plot to bring this guy into the into to bring this. Dictator dude into the. Uh, to break him out. Yeah, that one. Oh, Al Powell's in it as well. Who? The guy from the first one. The cop from the first one. He's. I didn't know he Is he dead. now? Yeah, no, William Ma- Mountain plays the reporter in it. He gets punched at the end of the first one by um, Bonnie Bedalia's Sonny MacLeod. Yeah. In this, he's on the plane with her. That's getting held in the air and
0: can't land and it's running out of fuel. So they just found an excuse to have some of the same characters in it. Yeah, he hits her again. Uh, She hits me again. William Atherton was pretty good at playing dickheads, wasn't he, in the 80s? Authority dickheads. Pretty good for a man with no dick. (gasps) Oh, God. I'm sure he was annoyed at being typecast for Um, so long, but he was great in those films, though. He's brilliant in stuff like Die Hard and Ghostbusters. He's great.
1: Home Alone came out in 1990. (laughs) Eh!
0: Home Alone is fucking stone-cold Christmas classic. Uh, Creepy. Like, genuinely creepy in places. Although,
1: apparently not as creepy as the 3615 code Père Noël. <clears throat> oh, my God. it ripped off. Les
0: Home um, I don't know what
1: 3615 code means, but Père Noël is French for Father Christmas.
0: Your Father Christmas. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: or maybe that's the prisoner <laughs> number. <laughs> I don't know. He's an escaped prisoner, isn't he, dressed as Father Christmas? Someone.
1: All I Want for Christmas in 1991. Mm -hmm. See, now they get a lot denser now. Uh, 1991 was All I Want for Christmas. Um, Two kids plot to reunite their estranged parents at Christmas.
0: So, the parent trap, but at Christmas. The Christmas parent trap.
1: (laughs) Um, The
0: Christmas... Crinsman's
1: traps. Like Hook from 1991. Which, you know, everyone loves Hook. I like hook i like christmas
0: hook. film and a set at christmas, who is it but... who, be- who refused to believe that hook was a film
1: uh, not
0: film it's uh lucy yeah um oh yeah she refused to believe she refused Justin to believe that dustin hoffman hoffman's in Hulk. it not because touchy-feely but um because uh his performance is just that good like he's properly in character in that film as hook that it when she first found out who it was like Hulk's she grew up she grew up a bit learned who dustin hoffman was because she'd seen him in other stuff and there was like no! And it's got that great. That's not him, and it's like, it's damn convincing.
1: It's got that great teaser poster, which is just the hook. Yeah. Black background.
0: Well, you know, hook, hook, give us the hook. It's a hook, hook, hook give us the hook. Hook, hook, give us the hook. It's very strange.
1: Um, so, there is that. Uh, what else we got? What else we got? What else we got? Oh, 1992. There's a few, 1992, a few good ones as well. Batman Returns. Yeah, that's set at Crimbo. That is
0: set at Crimbo. That's set at Crimbo. It's the best Batman movie. What's the name of the lady who's meant to put the star on the Christmas tree?
1: Oh, I can't remember. Um, She's like her. She's like <clears> a <throat> model, isn't she? Um,
0: it's the whole, like, Miss Gotham kind of thing, yeah. isn't it? She's like the sugar plum. It's, something, her, name, or it's her name
1: in the. Uh, <laughs> it's her name in the. I don't think it is. Uh no, I can't see her name in the in the Wikipedia synopsis, <laughs> which
0: is <a> shame <laughs> because
1: <laughs> the,
0: uh... I'll Tell you what, hang on, let me consult uh, the tome, the tome, the, tome. Oh, the, the book, the, the adaptation ad- the comic book adaptations of the Mosian
1: pictures, the comic book adaptation. Let's see
0: where she is. by nah. Jiminy. I play the city. While you're doing that. Like a harp. Like
1: a harp from
0: hell. From hell.
1: Uh, also Let's in 1992, see. we got Home Alone 2, Lost in New York. And The Muppet Christmas Carol. <laughs> he's got no eyes.
0: He's got no, no bloody, bloody eyes.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> the Ice Princess. 1992 <laughs> was a pretty great year. The Grimbo for Grimbo movies. For Christmas movies. Yeah. So what was the first one? Uh, Batman Returns. Batman Returns. Home Alone Two, Lost, in, lost New York. in New York. Have a lovely day. Oh, <laughs> AKA the remake Stop.
1: of Home Alone, but slightly better in some respects and slightly worse in some others. Yeah, and also better?
0: Tim Curry, worse Trump. Yeah, um, uh, and yeah. the Muppet Christmas Carol, which is—I will say this now, will you—is the best adaptation of that story for a young audience. Yeah, that is okay. not to shit on Scrooge. That is not to shit on um, <clears throat> the TV movie versions, like the one with Patrick Stewart and stuff. And it's definitely not to take a dump on the Robert Zemeckis one from 2009, which I actually like a lot. The motion capture one. Okay. I really like that one. Um, there's some uncanny Valley in there, but nowhere near as much as uh, Polar Express because they choose to make the characters look more like illustrations rather than people. But they've got real textures, so it's like, oh, um, this is weird. Polar Express is weird. And it's also, Polar Express is weird because all the
1: children are played by adults. Yes. That's it, that's weird. Yeah, yeah.
0: But um, Muppet Christmas Carol is the best and most accessible version. Kane's Scrooge is great um the casting of the muppets in the roles of the story yeah is yeah, yeah. inspired like the ones that they pick it's just brilliant the songs oh my god the songs oh my god the songs. yes now but uh most of all if you've never seen it back when screen junkies first started they did a series of videos only a few of them Called Raw Commentary <laughs> Look for the Ruppet Christmas Carol Raw Commentary <laughs> we, we revisited this the other day Yeah And it is so brilliant It's, it's a one. He's got no eyes He's got no bloody eyes <laughs> Who the fuck is she waving to <laughs> I had to choreograph all my own dance moves
2: <laughs> This
0: one's called The Truck Driver <laughs> This one's the Turnaround Gonzo is the most racist person <laughs> I've ever met. He hates Latinos and Fraggles. Oh, God. Here, I'll give uh, this, this little mouse a piece of soap because she smokes her fucking bed. Oh, God. It's great. It's just so bizarre. It's just four minutes of constant um, fake commentary by quote unquote Michael Kane during the Thankful Heart sequence. Well, and it's so funny. You want to talk about
1: bizarre? No. 1993. <laughs> yes. Look who's talking now.
0: The sequel to Look Who's Talking.
1: No, the threequel to Look Who's Talking.
0: Shut up! They did three.
1: Uh, they did more than three, I think. Oh God, yeah, the other
0: second one's Look Who's Talking Two, isn't it? Yeah. But two spelled T double. Look!
1: Look who's talking now. The the kids are toddlers. Um. Are so they still
0: voiced by like Bruce Willis. No, no, because
1: they, they don't have their internal monologues anymore.
0: Oh, because they're toddlers. Yeah. So, they're not talking.
1: Diane DeVito and Diane Keaton provide voiceable roles for their newly acquired dogs, Rox and Daphne,
0: respectively. Oh. Oh. So you don't hear the kids in this one? You hear the pets? Because the kids
1: are all toddlers. They're talking properly now.
0: Oh. Yeah, those movies had logic. Like, internal logic. A law. Did they? Yeah. We talk like this till we get to a certain age. Like baby geniuses. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they have a law. <laughs> uh, and a continuity. Oh, God, that's depressing. In
1: 1993, we also got this little stop motion thing called The Nightmare Before Christmas. Never heard of it. No.
0: <sighs> Never. It's fabulous. I love that movie. It's so good. I love that movie. Henry Selick's The Nightmare Before Christmas. Yes. Lest we forget. Yes. Tim's idea, Tim's poem, Tim's illustrations, Henry Selick's movie, yeah, Danny Elfman's amazing score and vocals because he's the singing voice of Jack, yeah, um, so good. I I adore that film. I fall in love with that film. No shit. Every it's time a Jack I rewatch Skelling it. Earring. All right, fair enough. Would you like to use my backpack for something? Uh, oh, yeah. oh, it's Jack Skellington. Oh, it's Jack, uh, Jack Skellington <laughs> everywhere. Is there any? Is there any of the nightmare in this room?
1: Uh, no, I think it's all downstairs.
0: Yeah, it's mostly downstairs. It's got the snow globe yeah, yeah. and a Jack and a yeah, Zero, pumpkins, Jack it is. Dirty bastard! And uh, <laughs> there's an Oogie Boogie in the bedroom. <laughs> hey, hey, hey! Um, I hope you watched it. Um, I, I I adore that film so much, uh, and and if you've never seen it. What's wrong with you? You, you? you can't be a millennial if you've not seen it at least once. Yeah, well, and, and said it was cool, and you thought it was cool before everyone else thought it was cool, which you can't say because you're a millennial. And it was cool when it came out,
1: so shut the fuck up.
0: Ninety ninety four remake of Miracle on Thirty
1: Fourth Street, the one we've all seen.
0: Yes, it's the one with uh, uh, Richard Ooh, Attenborough.
1: I love it. <laughs> so wholesome.
0: And Mara Wilson in one of her many many nineties. I'm the cute I'm little the child. girl roles. yeah. Yeah, this is um, pre-Matilda, though, isn't it? Sure. 94.
1: Uh, yeah, I Pre- so. Pre-Matilda, Matilda's
0: yeah, yeah. 95.
1: Yeah. Um, we've also got the ref. What? Take a shot. Bickering spouses annoy the cat burglar who takes them hostage in their Connecticut home before Christmas dinner with the family. And take another uh. shot for Trapped in Paradise in which three brothers plan a bank robbery on Christmas. And then we've got something slightly different with mixed nuts. <laughs> Which is a comedy centered around a suicide prevention hotline called Lifesavers on Christmas Eve.
0: Oh God! Right.
1: Nineteen ninety-five only Christmas movie.
0: What? I refuse to believe that. And it's
1: not even really a Christmas movie, it is?
0: Mind you, at this point, some cinemas were like doing yeah. screenings of older films around well, Christmas. I guess
1: this must be set around Christmas because I can't remember because it's been so long since I've seen it. Oh, it's, it's uh, Twelve Monkeys.
0: Terry Gilliam, yeah. uh, Brad Pitt, and Bruce Willis. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. We know twelve monkeys.
1: You got made into a series recently. <clears throat> I don't know how well that went though. I didn't watch it, so it kind of gone that good because you know stuff doesn't isn't successful unless I actually pay attention. Well,
0: that's very true. Because
1: I am the man.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's why the Exorcist show failed because you, you discovered it too late. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Sense. Although maybe some energy will w- wash backwards and it'll get a revival. I don't want any backwash, thank you very much. Of, do you want any more, Glen? Oh, absolutely, cocker. Um, I'm gonna take it steady, remembering that after this, on Christmas, it's Christmas. I swear. I'm off to dinner with my parents, so I should uh, probably be, be a little, sub- a little sober when I, I arrive. I tend to be drunk when I'm
1: at dinner with my parents. Fair enough. If not, if not beforehand, by the time I leave, say when. Um, uh, just give me a good old couple of fingers and some whiskey too. Thanks, Cocker. <laughs>
0: You're a dirt. Uh, I admire I you greatly. Um, oh, my God.
1: That is nice, but fuck me. 1996 goes, goes all toy, toys. We've got, the uh, toys, the Robin Williams How? Film. No, no, no. How the Toys Saved Christmas. What? In which... Oh, the Robin Williams one's jacking. No, no, toys. Toys, but yeah. that's not Christmas movie. Though. No, Christmas movie. Um, the story follows some toys as they struggle to avoid the heartless Mr. Grimm that plans to auction off the toys to the highest bidder and to find their
0: true homes. It's an, oh. Italian,
1: it's an Italian movie.
0: Oh, well, that explains um, it all. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and,
1: of course, in 1996, we've got Jingle All The Way, which we've all <gasps> seen.
0: Yes, that's uh, Arnie as and Tur- Turbo Man and, and Sinbad, Sinbad for
1: reasons. Sinbad is a postman. <laughs> Because of course he is. He's an he evil gets a, he postman. Gets, he gets a letter bomb in the face at one point. Yeah.
0: <laughs> People say that Phantom Menace messed up Jake Lloyd. And I think it began all, here. And there's all the corrupt Santas. That's a great sequence. Se- that is a great toys. sequence, though. That's That's that film knowing <laughs> full well what it is and owning it for five <laughs> minutes. It's It's really Arnie bad. fighting a warehouse full of Santas. In a movie where he's not playing a tough badass guy. It's really bad. <clears throat> but it was in the middle of that weird sort of Schwarzenegger renaissance where he became a comedy star. And it yep. worked more often than not. Like a lot of those films are beloved it's, now. It's, it, the
1: thing with Schwarzenegger especially is, the two,
0: Especially the two with DeVito.
1: And I've said this before, as much as I don't always agree with his politics and his behaviour, yeah. once he sets his mind to something, mm. he fucking does it. Yeah, oh God. Like, what he's what unstoppable. Is.
0: Do you want me to run for governor of California? I'll run for governor of California. Do you, want me to, <laughs> do you want me to become a comedy star? I'm going to release several several hit comedy movies. Do you want me to impregnate my maid? I'll impregnate my <laughs> maid. Oh, you don't, well, I decided that I did something. It's too late. You know I've like. said it as a goal. you got to smash your goals, Maria. Come <laughs> and, on. And the maid. <laughs> and the maid. Come on, Maria. Normally, at this point, we'd say allegedly. They say allegedly. No, no. Um, this, is, this is probably not. You know, um... Good, Shane... ha- good heart though he's a Republican but he speaks out against shitty Republicans yes. which I think is quite it's good uh, the train continues he has to be the good guy in Shane some respects though oh oh uh, oh let me guess uh, mid mid 90s Nine ninety six uh late 90s Shane Black uh, I've forgotten
1: The Long Kiss Good Night oh right okay I mean, yeah, the... yeah. it actually is this Shane Black
0: is it is Shane Black written?
1: Yes, yeah, written, written yeah. by Shane Black. Gina Davis and Samuel L. Jackson.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, Suburban mother becomes a target of a criminal organization. <laughs> so you <can> see her <laughs> Take a
0: shot. playing the role
1: of Mrs. Claus in her hometown Christmas parade. I think she's <laughs> like an amnesiac assassin or something. Does Shane
0: Black have it's a been thing been for ages Christmas? It's I've seen it. Yeah. Like, does straight up have a thing for Christmas? Yeah. It's in nearly every Shane Black that's movie. That's why isn't the Predator it? was bad because it's set at Halloween instead of Christmas. yeah. There you go. There you go. There you go. There you go. That's no. that's why the Predator was bad. Um, and 1996
1: <laughs> also gives us the Preacher's Wife, which is a remake of the film we mentioned earlier. The Bishop's, the wife. Bishop's wife, not to starring be with the Pope's Wife, <laughs> starring Denzel Washington and Whitney Houston in the title roles. See,
0: just from the star power alone, there, I'd watch that version because I'd want to yeah. see Denzel and Whitney playing off of each other. Yeah, oh, damn.
1: Uh, 98, we get I'll Be Home for Christmas in which uh, a college boy son um, has to make... He, he's, back, he's not been home since his mother died and his father remarried, uh, but his father offers him the his vintage car if he gets home by a certain time for Christmas. So I think okay. it's like a comedy real to me, but I've no, never seen it. I've also never seen Jack Frost. Not the straight-to-video horror movie with the killer snowman, but the <gasps> yeah, one in the... which Michael Keaton dies and becomes a snowman.
0: Yeah, part of that weird, creepy 90s genre of... Um... Fathers learn through supernatural contrivance to be uh, more open and available to their mm-hmm. shitty wiener kids, as it said in the Some Joke with the Camera, Haughty Mansion video, mm-hmm. even though they're usually workaholics who are working hard, not for personal glory, but to provide for their family in the first place.
1: Oh, geez, there are so many d- in the 2000s. Of d- d-
0: those films? Yeah. No, no I, l- I mean, okay. just in... Oh, De- right. Can you say, like, yeah, like, Dr. Doolittle, Liar yeah. Liar, like, they're, they're all... This thing of, like, through weird supernatural happenstance. And Jack Frost is the weirdest fucking one of them all. Because he dies in a car crash. Comes back as a snowman. And then if I remember correctly, it's not like uh, they make peace and he passes on. Like, he's back at the end of it. Yeah. He's also in a rock band, which is why his name's Jack Frost. He's in a rock band, and they just sing Christmas songs. And it's the most uncomfortably corny th- opening to a movie. Starring freaking comedian slash badass depends on what mood he's in that day Michael Keaton it's comedian really slash
1: weird Batman Michael Keaton
0: yeah <laughs> um yeah. Uh, he is Batman he is Batman um you want to
1: get nuts come on it's Christmas time let's, let's roast some nuts there's fo- this uh, footage
0: of him talking at like a university thing like a, like a graduation ceremony in the last few years and at the very end of it he gives him a big chunk of advice and it's really great and then he says there's also one last thing i want to leave you with two words that are going to stick with you, you have to remember these is more important than anything else i've said you ready i'm batman <laughs> he just leaves the stage and it's just like what mike drop <laughs> um, michael keaton
1: drop i'm gonna i'm gonna rush through these next few because i don't think you've i don't think i ever have seen them Got 1999's Go, in which supermarket co workers mm. and customers taking time off for or going to Christmas themed parties or dinners have different overlapping adventures. Sounds like some weird ensemble mm. thing. Uh, Stanley Kubrick's final film, 1999's Eyes Wide Shut. Uh, I've seen um, that, yeah. Set it's not at, great. That's, it's kid, set that's, that's
0: Kidman and. Um... Kidman and Cruise. Cruise, yeah. I've not seen it. That's not great. Uh, 2000's <laughs> Reindeer Games. I haven't seen. Uh, is um, that, that's, uh, ready, that's Harrison Ford? No, uh, no, Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck. Yeah. Alternatively titled Deception. Yeah, What was? what's the... Is, it's a thriller, isn't uh,
1: it? It's... Yeah, some kind of thriller with Ben Affleck and uh, Gary Sinise and Charlie Theron.
0: Because reasons. Must has been early
1: Charlize Theron going? Um, Dr. Zeus's How the Grinch Stole
0: Christmas. That, do you know what really gets me with that movie? That film was retroactively retitled. Yeah. It was called The Grinch. Yeah. Just the Grinch, and since it's been renamed, "How the Grinch Stole Christmas." But we're talking as 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 no, in the UK it's the Grinch. In the, it's in the right. states, right. It's how the Grinch yeah. stole. So Christmas. it was the Grinch, and then any DVD or VHS pressing of it post the initial release over here is how the Grinch stole Christmas. Because hmm. you know, I'm like with well, my DVDs, I'm anal. Like I I line them up. I've heard this. An way. alphabetical because we have quite a large DVD collection. And it's just easier to find stuff. Um, and. The Grinch is under H. That gets on my tits. Good for you. Um, not to be confused with the upcoming um, uh, freaking Illumination pictures, movie. Well, upcoming films villain. come out already. Yeah, be by the time you hear this yeah. it's not
1: come out yet when we're recording this. I mean, it's Christmas, um, guys. It's Christmas. Listen. It's definitely Christmas. Christmas. Yay. See, Christmas. Um, 2000's The Ultimate Christmas Present. What? I've never seen this. A girl steals to the a porn. machine from Santa Claus to make a snow day. machine breaks and causes an out-of-control snowstorm. Oh. Um, 2000's The Family Man. What? A wealthy bachelor wakes up on Christmas to find he's been transported to an alternate reality where he's a tyre salesman with a wife and kids living in a middle-class suburban neighbourhood. So it's a wonderful life. But backwards. Yeah. Backwards. Um, Back
0: at a about wonderful life.
1: uh, I have seen this, but not for a long time. Serendipity. 2001 rom-com with John Cusack and Kate Beckinsale.
0: Yeah. Uh, uh, Man and Woman that was at the start on... of Kate Beckinsale's sort of rise, wasn't yeah. it?
1: Yeah, uh, They meet in Christmas Eve in 91 and then reunite a decade later on the same day. Um, 2002, we get Friday after next. Craig and Day Day go after a fake Santa who robs their house <laughs> on Christmas Eve. Don't know who Craig or Day Day are, but there you go. 2003, we've got Elf. Right, a movie that everyone loves, but I—I I couldn't give a shit about. about yeah,
0: it. I couldn't get when they like, were like, it's "Oh, it's fine. been turned into a musical." I was like, "It's fine." And? Like, I love John Favreau. I, I like Will Ferrell, especially when he's actually given. But I don't like Will some, Ferrell when in he's this. given some sentiment it's to work with just... genuine sentiment, and he's not just he's not just wacky. Yeah. Like, I really like it when he's got some heart behind the stuff he's doing. Um, but yeah, I just in this, I don't. Do you know what it is? I think it's people our age really. People our age really love this movie. People slightly younger than us really love this movie. I think it is. I think it is a millennial like turn of that age group sort of thing.
1: Yeah, I I didn't. I I I
0: think a lot of our peers like it because a lot of our peers also enjoyed that boom of Will Ferrell led comedies in the two thousands. I did not, and this is the one that they can go back to seasonally. Yeah, so it's a reconnection thing. Um, um, in mean, 2003 I was what I was
1: I was only, I was only 14 when this came out hmm. so it's not like I was like oh I'm too yeah, was... old for this shit just
0: 2003 just... I was 12 so I I, yeah, I, I wouldn't didn't have... watch
1: it and then when I watched it years later I was like this is not great it's fine
0: but... uh, it's nice to see a film where the lead character is full of such unbound but... positivity and genuine
1: warmth but this is also where we start getting it's also a... quite sickly this is also when we start getting like a bunch of Christmas movies per year.
0: Oh shit, here we go. Here um, we go guys. Get your checklist out. So also in
1: 2003 we got Bad Santa, which I've never seen. And I've love been a- told it's the greatest. I uh-huh. love actually. Which is a fine rom-com, but there's a great Jezebel
0: article from a few years back. I love that article where, where, so much. Yeah, no <laughs> I read regu- I regularly tears the whole thing to be Christmas. I, like, every Christmas roughly every, at least once a Christmas I will I will revisit that article. Yeah. Because it's been it's, out, like, what, four or five years? Or oh, something. it's longer than that, I think. It's amazing. It's been man. around for a while, but... Just yeah. wonderful, sarcastic dissection of that film. 2004.
1: Christmas with the Cranks. That's... No idea what the fuck that is. Christmas with the Cranks. Is that Tim Allen? A suburban couple decide to forego Christmas festivities, preferring to take a cruise to the Caribbean <laughs> instead.
0: Yeah, uh, this is Tim Allen, right?
1: Uh, Tim Allen and Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah,
0: Dan Aykroyd's in the cast.
1: Uh, possibly.
0: I'll I'll scroll through that, that uh, cast list
1: there, Yeah, the Aykroyd. Yeah,
0: this is weird. So basically the whole... Jake ne- in it. The neighbourhood is obsessed with Christmas and that they're big on Christmas. Yeah. And this family are kind of bored of it, so they want to get away. But their daughter's neighbor Yeah, their kids are away. But out. then I think the last minute they find out that one of their kids is coming and also at the same time the neighbourhood, like, hate them because they don't like Christmas. So they sort of force Christmas upon them. Wow. And, of course, by the end, oh, we appreciate what it actually means. You guys are taking it a little too far because here's what it really means. It's not about the like. Basically, the moral of every fucking 2000s Christmas movie. We've forgotten what the true meaning of Christmas is without talking about the religious side of it. Mm. Um, and blah, blah, blah. And it, it's just it's just weird. It's just It depicts the people who don't like Christmas as people who should be hated by the town. And it depicts the people who love it as psychos who are obsessed with it. It's so odd. It Oh, it's odd. That sounds oh. awful. You just know, you know it was greenlit on a title. Mm. Oh, that sounds funny. People who don't like, Christmas? Oh, great. Hey. Let's have greenlit, greenlit,
1: greenlit, greenlit, Christmas. pitched. <laughs> uh, Polar Express also came out in 2004. Hate. Uh, yeah, don't Ambitious.
0: It Ambitious as hell. There was a reason it made a mark at the time. It wasn't the Uncanny Valley. No. When it first came out, people weren't going, it looks creepy. They were going, wow, this is a technological achievement.
1: But you actually sit down and watch it, though. It does look creepy. Yeah, a year later, everyone's um, going... Remember that film that
0: came out last Christmas? Fucking creepy looking.
1: Uh, we also got Noel, in which five New Yorkers come together mm. on Christmas Eve, seeking a miracle. Don't know anything about that. Uh, and Surviving Christmas, in which a lonely millionaire plays a family $250,000 to spend Christmas with him by living in the home that he grew up in. It's weird. Is that a, a drama? True. I
0: think so. If it was a drama, then that's kind of it's intriguing. Weird
1: it's a rom-com. Oh. Ben Affleck, James Gandolfini, Christina Rapplegate, Catherine O'Hara. Whatever.
0: All right, Gandolfini sways my interest slightly. Yeah. Because that's either a fantastic actor cast in a terrible movie or a secret gem. Wouldn't be the first time.
1: Uh, 2005, we get another glut of holiday movies. We've got Just Friends, Ryan Reynolds... Uh, visiting hometown during Christmas
0: that's the one where that's the one where crush. when he used to be there he was obese yeah and it's one of those I can't quite school. believe this came out in the mid 2000s because yeah. this feels like an, a poorly judged like, 80s gross out comedy he was fat in high
1: school and was turned down by his crush and then he comes home for Christmas years later and he's all sexy because he's Ryan Reynolds
0: yeah so basically yeah. Pl- a kind of plot we've all outgrown now <laughs> yeah uh, basically and, except then films like I Feel Pretty come out where it's like Oh, but that's about body positivity. It's like, yeah, but you're still making jokes about, like, she's not sexy because she's fat. So that's still the... Bl- oh, she's confident in herself. Yeah, after a comedy accident, where she is delirious, unquote. And yeah. thinks she's sexy in her delirium. <clears throat> yeah, mm, shallow Hal. See see other examples. Oh, shallow Hal's
1: fucking awful. Man. Yeah. It's not aged well at all. Oh, God.
0: I would argue a lot of those early 2000s, um, uh, what's it, Brat Pack... Comedy film. Frat yeah. pack comedy films. Have not aged well at all. Could be worse.
1: Could be good luck, Chuck. Uh, we all In 2005, we also get The Family Stone. Uh, in which an uptight woman meets her fiancé's free-spirited family for the first time over the mm. Christmas holidays. Never heard of never, it. Never heard of or seen it. The Ice Harvest. Not the Ice Harvest! Take a drink. <laughs> a shady lawyer attempts a Christmas Eve crime, hoping to swindle the local mob out of some money. Um, Christ. And we get... Joyeux Noël, which is uh, clearly a French film. A film... I think so. it's Clearly, uh, it's a film set uh, around the American. informal Christmas truce on the Western Front during Christmas 1914.
0: Oh yay! That's good. good. I've not seen any of them. Uh, 2006, we get a remake of Black Christmas. Yeah, that was the one I was familiar with, and that's when I learned that it had been a thing previously.
1: And we also get the the Danny DeVito Matthew Broderick comedy, <laughs> Deck the Halls. Oh Christ. Um, How is Matthew Broderick a thing? Kill the man. Uh,
0: 2006. Oh yeah, that's yeah. what he's a thing. Was
1: it a woman? He killed someone. Uh, is... nah, okay, that's nothing to do with his career. <laughs> but it is weird. 2006 is <laughs> The <laughs> Holiday, which is a decent rom-com. Kate
0: I'm Winslet, not a big fan of this one. Cameron
1: Diaz, not, Jude Law and Jack Black.
0: I'm not a big fan of this just because I think it's a bit... Meh, but I, I quite like it. I, I do. I'll have to give it another watch, I think. Because I do recall really liking the scenes of Jack Black and Kate Winslet. Yeah, it's one of Jack Black's, like, straightest performances. Because mm. he's, really he's good, a damn it. fine actor. When he's not gurning, he's really... I mean, when he is I gurning, mean, when he's when he is very gurning entertaining. Great. But, yeah. But he, he did fall into that 2000s thing yeah. of being in stuff like Shallow Hal.
1: And that's what he... Because that's all your cast fat guy's in. Um, <laughs> you also get the nativity story, which have, is the biblical been, account have, of the birth of Jesus Christ. Have you
0: been listening to any of the New Tenacious D stuff, by the way? No. I'll give it a look. So good. There's a film Um, on YouTube, an animated movie. It's amazing.
1: 2006 also gave us unaccompanied minors. Bored kids make up their own holidays. Holidays? Holidays? While stacking in an airport after Christmas. Never seen that.
0: So, The Terminal meets Die Hard 2, Die Harder. Another glut of them in
1: 2007. Jesus. Fred Claus, which I've never seen.
0: Was that the one where... Jason Siegel or uh, someone. Santa's bitter older He's... brother is
1: forced to move to the North Pole. Uh, yeah. um
0: this... I mean, funny idea, but then, like, Aardman and DreamWorks do Arthur Christmas later and play around with the idea of the family Santa. Yep. And... Uh, yeah. This
1: Christmas, the Whitfield family comes together for their first Christmas in several years. Okay. What would Jesus buy? This doesn't count. This is a documentary and on the commercialization of Christmas. I mean, it's not a Christmas
0: film. Interesting idea, Focus. and the fact that it got a theatrical Christmas release is, <clears throat> yeah. is,
1: you know, pretty bold. And uh, Christmas Cottage: the story of Thomas Kincaid. Okay. Oh, okay. Uh, Jared P- Padalecki stars as painter Thomas Kincaid. Okay, fine. It's a Christmas movie, I guess. Um, Two thousand and eight, we got Four Christmases and Nothing Like the Holidays. So in Four Christmases, a couple struggle to visit all four of their divorced parents' families on Christmas Day. And then in nothing like the holidays, a Puerto Rican family in Chicago gather for their possibly last Christmas together. So lots of family Christmas stuff. Yeah. Definitely a theme of families coming together at Christmas taking over. Uh, 2009 gets us the animated motion capture Christmas Carol. Yes. Um, and everybody's... Which
0: I have a soft spot for. Yeah.
1: And Everybody's Fine, which is another family Christmas movie. Against the advice of his doctor, Frank sets out on a road trip to reconnect with his offspring for Christmas... 2010, things get interesting. <laughs> we got Home for Christmas, which is another reconnect with your family's thing, but it's set in the Norwegian town of Skuggly. Um The Nutcracker in 3D. It's a live-action 3D adaptation of the ballet set in 1920s Vienna. Who made that? what uh, your studio. It's British-Hungarian co-production... Can I remember um, the adverts for that at
0: the time?
1: Yeah, it was like. There's like four studios working on it, and it had uh, El Fanning and Nathan Lane, Francis Delator, John Turo, Richard e. Grant, uh, Julia Vosotskia, and Aaron Michael Drosen. So, yeah. yeah, who knows? Uh, they, also get, <laughs> they also get something, one that I haven't seen but I've been wanting to see since it came out is Rare Exports. A Christmas Tale. Uh, which this is rings a bell. Is the, this a horror? Yes. In the depths of the Corvettes Mountains lies the closest ever guarded secret of Christmas. A Spielbergian horror romp with a Christmas twist. It's basically um, the secret behind Santa Claus. Uh, and it's like... um. A company that traps wild Santa Clauses who are weird cannibalistic creatures oh, that eat children.
0: Shit! I remember this. Yeah, I've not seen yeah, it. Yeah, I, I always wanted, wanted to see it, and then I totally forgot about it. Rare exports. Uh, Rare
1: exports. A Christmas tale.
0: It's a foreign film, right? It's a uh, uh, foreign yeah, language. Um, Finnish. Finnish. That's the one. Oh shit! Yeah. Thank you so much for reminding me of that. Mm-hmm. That's why we did this episode. Oh my god! Because yeah, that's that's it's the, the, the idea is that, like Santas are like sort of elves. They're like these creatures, yeah. aren't they? And they yeah yeah. Oh, my God, yes. Yes.
1: Uh, Red is on this list. So apparently that must no, be set yeah, around Red, Red takes place at Christmas. Um, yeah. That's, yeah. Pretty, that's pretty good. It's all right. Um, 2011, <laughs> 2011 gave us the animated Arthur Christmas, and, that which, I've, go? which I've not seen, and A Very Harold and Kumar 3D Christmas, which I also haven't seen. I haven't seen any of the Harold and Kumar movies. I
0: think I've seen some of
1: Go to White Castle. I couldn't tell you. Because I don't know. Is it Howling... What are they? What? That's what one they? of them. Howling I Castle... get the munchies. Howling I got a
0: White Castle. And wow. Howling come I... has something Christmas. Yeah. And look, Neil Patrick Harris is playing essentially the character he plays in How I Met Your Mother, but it's him. Okay. I guess. I guess. Uh, 2012 <laughs> gets us
1: Christmas in Compton. Uh, Good title. Silent Night, which is a loose remake of Silent Night, Deadly Night. Yeah. Uh, and Switchmas... What? What? I don't know. It's a Prince and the Pauper adaptation of some. Cool oh, movie what Christmas a terrible twist. title then. Um, yeah, I guess. Uh, twenty thirteen. Uh, wow, well, got loads for twenty thirteen.
0: That's the thing that I don't get. Like, you would flood the market. Yeah. Like it. That's a. It's a bad competitive decision. Oh, yeah. To release. Well, twenty thirteen. Multiple
1: Christmas movies. We've got the Best Man Holiday, which is a. Christmas theme sequel to the 1999 film The Best Man, which I've not seen. I've not seen The Best Man Holiday. Couldn't say anything. How many about years apart those? Uh, 1999 was The Best Man, so 14 years. Why? I don't know. Huh. Um, Black Nativity.
0: Yes, I heard about that one.
1: Yeah. Um, the Christmas Candle. Uh, nope. Uh, a very uh, a Medea Christmas. Yeah, unfortunately. Tyler Perry. Power to pe-
0: power to people who enjoy the Medea films. Power to Tyler Perry for creating a mini film empire. They aren't funny as far as I'm no, concerned. they're not. Uh, Christmas Cruelty. It's, it's not your humour. It's just not good comedy. Christmas Cruelty, which is another uh, Christmas
1: slasher movie. Um, and of course, Iron Man 3. The Shane Train. The Shane Train. Where's Kiss Kiss Bang Bang? Does it take place at Christmas? Yeah. That should have been on
0: here already. Where the fuck is this does, list does is incomplete? Does, does it completely take place at Christmas? Not
1: a lot. some of these films don't completely take place at Christmas. So
0: true. Kiss true. Kiss
1: Bang Bang should be on this list.
0: Maybe they're only the listing the ones where Christmas Day happens in. No, the movie. they're
1: not because it's all it's this Christmas Eve and then this this part of this takes place at Christmas. Like some of well, them... I was going to say, what year? What year, bad what, year list. what year are we in
0: now? On uh, the this was in twenty
1: thirteen. Kiss Kiss Bang Bang was what 2009? It's listed Iron Man,
0: Iron Man three, Iron Man three, yeah. Okay, so it's not Christmas Day then, it's just Christmas period. They've missed stuff out then. Yeah, they've missed
1: stuff out. I'm very upset about this. Hmm. Kiss, kiss, bang, bang. Um, 2014, we get A Merry Friggin' Christmas and Saving Christmas. Don't know anything about those. Uh, 2015 kicks off again. We got uh, All Through the House, which is another Christmas slasher movie. Um, tw- uh, A Christmas Horror Story which is a horror Christmas anthology with a framing device with William Shatner as a radio DJ. Oh, shit. Is it good? I have no idea. I've never seen it. We should
0: watch it. Um, I mean, that sounds that sounds like right up our alley. Uh,
1: the Night Before, which is a Christmas comedy with Joseph Gordon-Levitt and Seth Rogen and Anthony Mackay.
0: Oh, I've that's, that's the one where it's like a reunion and makes reunion I stuff, guess. I've never, never seen it. Uh, I mean, the... I'd watch that. I, I like Anthony Mackie. I would watch any, any excuse to watch Anthony Mackie at a Christmas movie. Love the Coopers, in which four
1: generations of the Cooper clan come together for Christmas Eve. Right. Um, Why and... are so many of these just family get together I on Christmas? That's what people want Christmas to be about. That's the commercialisation of Christmas. Uh, Also, we got Krampus.
0: Now that's a fucking Christmas movie.
1: You finally watched it recently. I finally watched it this year. It's very good, isn't it?
0: It's so good. Yes. It's a family getting together on Christmas and they don't quite get along. And it's their fault that they don't get along. The, the horrible fucking shadow of St. Nicholas is coming to kill them all. Yeah. Um, it's pretty fucking it's great. It's great. It's based on the, base, it's based on the, the folklore, isn't mm. it? Of, of, of uh, the Krampus, the shadow of St. Nick, who punishes the, the badly behaved children. The and Krampus. The idea is in this, that a child who feels... Uh, neglected by their family, that their family are not keeping Christmas, the spirit of it, and, and they're, they're destroying it. If a child wishes them, uh, wishes them uh, uh, ill in mm. any way, mm. then the Krampus will come and dish mm. out the punishment. And the Krampus is a tall, fucking horned, creepy, skin of Santa's face-wearing motherfucker. Fucking
1: fantastic. Sir
0: uh, um did the, yeah, the, the, creature the, the creature effect. Um rocks up and it's 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 really upsetting it's deeply deeply dark um but it's also short and sweet and kind of funny yeah like short and sweet as in like the runtime it's like 99 minutes it's in and out like you set up as the family arriving and you learn who's the dick and who's like you know the sort of the the, the gun yeah. happy nut and and the family and the, the horrible cousins and all this stuff and, and then you feel kind of bad because basically the kids like I just want things to be nice and everyone's ruined it and oh uh, no, screw it and it doesn't matter how big the sin is could be that his mum and dad are just like he wishes they could spend more time together and he feels like they're neglecting each other yeah. that's a sin it's ruining Christmas like all of it is Must a sin it. and this movie takes no prisoners the first character to be killed off does not deserve it in any way nope. and it happens so soon <laughs> and it's like Oh, this is where we're at, is it? It is. It's okay. A, it's
1: a horror comedy that's got teeth in more ways than one. It's
0: literal freaking teeth. It's, it's
1: very much in the Gremlins
0: vein. Yeah. Um. And it also lets loose in one big go. Like it builds up for ages. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there's just one sequence set in the attic, oh, where man. all hell and breaks the creature loose. effects
1: in that sequence are amazing. The freaking wind up toy. The, yeah. The, that was it's that very, is horrifying.
0: Um. The treetopper is. Uh, the mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. thing and, and the, the Jack and The Jack in the Box is oh! and the, the Teddy Oh and it's happy clapping when it looks like it's gonna be saved. And it's just like in the middle of the living room like rawr, rawr, as the elves, which are the most terrifying freaking elves I've ever mm-hmm. seen scamper into the living room. Mm-hmm. And you've got Adam Scott and um
1: Adam Scott making his return to horror after his feature film debut in Hellraiser 4.
0: <laughs> his feature film debut. Yeah god yes. there seems to be a trend of uh of of early 2000s uh late 90s early 2000s horror appearances for prolific 2010 comedy actors yeah (laughs) really weird (laughs) oh my god
2: it's terrible
0: (laughs) how many times has like a, a known comedy performer either from tv or film made their debut or at least their first lead role in a feature film in a horror We'll have to do a list. Like Jennifer Aniston's the first one I can I'll think of. Have to off, do a list. Her first feature film debut is Leprechaun. Paul Rudd. And then Friends happens. Paul Rudd um, Halloween in Six. Halloween: The Curse of Michael Myers. Adam Scott. It's probably quite a few, isn't there? Yes. Oh, that's weird. That's really, really weird. McConaughey he makes his debut in a weird horror film, doesn't, doesn't he? It? I don't know. I think so. He's not a comedy actor, but like it's him and Renee Zellweger in the same film, and it's like really screwed up weird horror thing. Uh
1: Leo DiCaprio infamously is in *Christmas 3. or something. Oh,
0: I think they're in one of the Texas Chainsaw movies. Oh, maybe. Yeah, yeah. And McConaughey and, and um and, and, and Rene Zelbagar appear in a Texas Chainsaw film. But we're talking about
1: Christmas movies. and and,
0: and so, yeah like... and, and uh DiCaprio in yeah, Critters three. 3. Yeah. Which is terrible. Which is dreadful. Although was he in What's Eating Gilbert Grape first? No, he was in Critters first. Wow cutting his teeth literally hey krampus is great watch it and then when you've done that watch the inside number nine episode the devil of christmas okay because that is also great 2016 We've got
1: almost, year of Lord. almost christmas which i know nothing about other than it's also known as a maya's christmas
0: really?
1: uh, bad santa 2 haven't seen
0: haven't seen office... again another another random sequel years later that seems to be a tradition with these as well office christmas party I remember there being a lot of trails for this. It was 2016. Mm -hmm. I remember being semi-interested simply because Kate McKinnon was in it. Yes. Who is it? Is it... uh, Um, uh, 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 Jason... Jason
1: Bateman, Olivia Olivia Munn, TJ Miller, Gillian Bell, Vanessa Bayer, Courtney B. Vance, Rob Cordray, Kate McKinnon, and Jennifer Aniston.
0: You lost me at TJ Miller.
1: Most most people do. Yeah. Uh, 2016 also gave us Why Him? <laughs> um, Brian Cranston... TJ Miller? Was...
0: Oh, right. Oh. oh he meets his the daughter's one...
1: millionaire boyfriend, played by James, James Franco, Franco, who's about
0: to propose. I never saw the film. They can't stand him. I never saw the film, but I saw a bunch of the publicity around the time where they were doing the junkets, and they were great together, having banter and Oh, stuff I and stuff. bet they are. Yeah. yeah. Um, they were really entertaining to watch doing junkets. Last year's Christmas fair. Last year's Christmas. I didn't see... Any of these Oh, hit me.
1: Um the man who invented Ow. the man who invented Christmas? Nope. Dan Stevens as Charles Dickens writing uh, a Christmas carol?
0: No, but this was in um we were in Morrisons earlier today and it was in there. What? Oh yeah! Yeah. It was in the DVD rack. It was like number 2. So it must be it must only be recently released on home media. No. They recently. used to, No, but they used to do that though. They used to wait the next year to bring out the Christmas stuff on home media. Oh. Because the Grinch came out like what, two thousand one, and then it finally came. It came to VHS. Yes, no, you're right, two thousand. Because it came to VHS Christmas two thousand one.
1: That being said, movies also used to take longer to come to home release anyway.
0: They did, but um, they come to
1: rental first.
0: Yeah, but well, toward the end of the nineties, it was usually nine months. <laughs> yeah. Um, for Christmas movies, it was usually um eleven months. But well, makes then sense. They come, come out. They come out in November, yeah. and then they would come out on VHS DVD at the tail end of October. You're not gonna bring it out. Fucking in summer. I we don't. do now. Well, the way the yeah. way it is now, Christmas movie comes out now. Apart from this one, apparently. Yeah,
1: apparently so. Um, a bad mom's Christmas, a sequel to Bad Moms. Didn't Again, see that. this
0: weird sort of sequel set. Like, because yeah. that was at least four
1: or five years between them. That's that's the that's the the lazy se- one of the lazy sequel ideas. It's like take them abroad or <clears throat> it's a Christmas one or mm, they're in space now. They're in space. Mind <laughs> you,
0: Bad Moms in space. I'd watch that just drop Mila
1: Kunis Kristen Bell and Catherine Hahn into space yeah with no oh, <laughs> like, no oxygen no, no or no. ship <laughs> I like all those actresses so, yeah. Uh, yeah I think I feel like I should like Bad Moms but it also does the sequel thing of like it's these parents and they meet their parents <laughs> so it's got Christine Baranski Cheryl Hines and Susan Sarandon as their
0: mums yeah I mean Cheryl Hines yeah Susan yeah. Sarandon on on screen not, 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 shut up Susan
1: um, <laughs> also in goodness me Susan in bad comedy sequel part 2 for 2017 Christmas Daddy's Home 2 so it's the oh, brand Will Ferrell so it's Will Ferrell and Mark Wahlberg
0: yeah
1: meeting their parents
0: who were Mel, uh, John Gibson, and, and Mel John Gibson John and Mel Gibson yeah Oh, it's funny! It's comedy guys, it's comedy. oh, get ready to take a drink. Oh, also in 2017,
1: we got "Just Getting Started," in which a former defense lawyer and former FBI agent team up to stop the mafia and save Christmas at the Villa Capri resort.
0: And save Christmas,
1: save Christmas. And uh, also in 2017, we got "The Star," which is a computer-animated adventure comedy based on the Nativity of Jesus. A small but brave donkey and his animal friends become the unsung heroes of the first Christ's Mass.
0: The first hijacked Christmas. Mm.
1: Um, And that brings us to this year where we're getting the Grinch and Nutcracker in the Four Realms.
0: I'll admit, I saw the trailer for Nutcracker in the Four Realms and I was like, that looks fun. It looks weird, doesn't it? It looks visually interesting. Great. And then I saw a clip where they meet two guards played by Omar Jalili and Jack Whitehall and I was like, oh, this clip is not fun. This is some painful non-comedy here. Mm. Mm. Twitter sort of makes enjoying people worse. Because I used to really like Ovid Jalili. And then I saw how nasty and confrontational he was on Twitter. And I'm like, mm. oh, that's put me off a bit. Mm. And I just don't find Jack Whitehall funny. So that little conco- oh, that I'm, little I'm, soup I'm, concoction has... I'm ne- I've never been a Jack Whitehall fan. Just, bit, just not very funny. Never. <laughs> not very funny. No. I'm never a fan of comedians that they push on you on t british tv about- british tv gets obsessed with like three comedians at one time and they put them in everything and i just get burnt out so quickly because i know it's a cynical thing i know it's a we're gonna push them we're gonna push them we are gonna push them we've got to book them we've got to book and it's not because they're talented or mm. because they're using them the right way like letting them showcase what they can do they're just putting them in everything and it's like you you're making me sick of seeing them you're making me know your product is not coming from a good place because yeah. you're just using yeah, somebody yeah. who's who's like popular right now and it's like eh. C uh, Catherine Wasserface that's in everything It's a Canadian lady I can't remember her name now I'm drunk where am I? Catherine she's in a bunch of panel shows yes yeah I know the one you mean I can't remember she's in like name. everything and because uh... of that I'm not keen to watch her stand up now she's fine she, I imagine she is. Good. But I just, I'm, I'm bored of seeing her because mm-hmm. she's in everything. <laughs> uh, so before we go. So, uh, like, a Ramesh uh, from Ramesh New Nathan. I like Ramesh, He's great, him. but I'm sick of seeing him because he was putting everything. Yeah, I suppose.
1: But now he's going to America,
0: um, so hopefully we'll get some nice, fresh content where people there want to work with him for what he's bringing to them, which would be nice. Let's let's have a look at some weird
1: children's Christmas movies before we go. Oh. Like. An all dogs Christmas Carol. <gasps> right. Okay.
0: An, okay. <laughs> now we're talking. An all because dogs go to heaven spinoff slash sequel. Spinoff
1: slash sequel. I is have a never seen Christmas
0: Carol. I have never seen all dogs go to heaven. Okay. I have never seen the follow up. I believe there was another all dogs go to heaven too. Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> I have seen, and by seen I mean watched multiple times on VHS. Yeah. An old Dogs Christmas Carol. Oh, tell
1: me about An old Dogs Christmas Carol. It's
0: another fucking adaptation of Christmas Carol.
1: Sure.
0: It's from that Don Bluth mold of animation. So the animation is gorgeous, but the content is mostly hollow and the songs are not great. Apparently it's also the finale to the series. It was an old Dogs Go With Heaven series. It's the first one to focus on the bad guy. From the original. The the bloated bulldoggy character. Yeah. Because of course it was. Because it was about him mending his ways. Because there's no point teaching the main freaking character to mend his ways. He did that in the first movie. That was the whole point of the plot of going to heaven. All dogs go to heaven! God damn it. Um, I just remember... In primary school... Knowing all the words to the songs. And then... Around the age of 11, 12... That's when I rediscovered Nightmare for Christmas. Because as a kid, I didn't enjoy it. It freaked me out. And then I went back and was like, actually, this is great. Okay. And I suddenly realized as a kid, the difference between the quality of the songwriting. Like, you know, you could just tell this is good.
2: Okay. This isn't
0: as good, but I'm not sure why yet, because my critical thinking hasn't completely developed, but I just have a sense this isn't as good. Okay. And just like that, I remember all of it disappearing. I couldn't recite a single lyric now to you. I couldn't name a single character. But I remember it being in here and being lodged in here. My brain, for those listening at home. He's touching his forehead. Yes. His temple. My penis. Head. Head. Dickhead. Head. Um, So, yeah. I'll tell you that much. It made an impact, but that impact was wiped away by years of alcohol and yeah. anxiety. What, uh, what else have we got? we got? Um, so it had at least one fan in the UK.
1: The Care Bears Nutcracker Suite. Casper's <laughs> Haunted Christmas from 2000. Yeah, 30. Charlie Brown Christmas, which uh, people in the States are very familiar with. Um, there's a 2014 stop-motion retelling of Elf. Yes. Called Elf's Buddies Musical Christmas. Buddy's Musical
0: Christmas. It's a TV adaptation. What the fuck? Mark Hamill's in it. He's one of the voices in it. Um, <clears throat> yeah, it was around the time the Elf musical, I think, first debuted. Yeah. Because that's a thing.
1: Um, yeah. There is, of course, um, the 1991 adaptation of Raymond Briggs' Father Christmas... Goes on holiday.
0: the <laughs> blooming Christmas! Yeah. Yes, um, that's pretty fun. That uh, it's the... in the vein of the snowman, and it? it's the the, the, sort yeah. of the, the the sort of illustration. Sorry, the illustration coloring kind of style as it goes on. The sixty six He's a gr- he's a grumpy Santa, which is a nice twist. The sixty six animated Grinch. And You're the Grinch one. Cruel, And the Grinch Christmas. Mister Grinch, um, narrated by whom? I don't know. Have a little click yourself
1: out. Boris Karloff, of course. Hey! Okay, okay. Spooky! Spooky! We've got a Very Merry Muppet Christmas movie from 2002. Yeah, that's the one that I can't find. That's the It's a Wonderful Life spoof, yeah. I wonder if they've
0: listed Letters to Santa, which is the next one. Yes. We've got a Muppet
1: Christmas, Letters to Santa, as well as a Muppet Family Christmas, which you already talked about. Um... Oh, it. Nihilus the Sandman, the boy who dreamed Christmas. Nihilus what? the Sandman? It's a Disney Channel thing. <clears throat> Sounds metal. While dreaming, a boy is taken by the Sandman to the North Pole to visit Santa Claus, but once there, he discovers that children's increasing demand for more toys has forced Santa out of work, and Santa's duties are now performed by a robotic clown and in his industrialized high tech factory. Sounds great. Nihilus the Sandman. Nihilus the Sandman. The boy who dreamed Christmas.
0: That sounds like the most metal fucking thing ever. What year? Uh,
1: 1991.
0: I bet it looks dreadful. It is. I a, bet it looks terrible. It's Canadian, part animated, part live action. I bet it looks absolutely god awful. I'm uh, sorry, yeah. a robotic clown? Yeah. Nihilus the Sandman, the boy who drew. Right, I'm looking this up now. I'm sorry, that sounds like the most metal thing ever.
1: Followed by two more Nihilus the Sandman TV specials in 94 and 95, and then a Nihilus the Sandman TV series airing from 96 to 98. Nihilus the Sandman. How do you spell Nihilus the Sandman? N I L U S.
0: N I L U S. Oh, here we go. Nice is the boy who dreamed Christmas. The show
1: features the Sandman named Nihilus, voiced by Long John Baldry. What? Um, (laughs) Ah, yes, that guy. Yes. Whom? Uh, Who helps children and teenagers through their dreams
0: while they're asleep with the dream stories being... Oh, God, here's a clip of the Toy Master, so I'm guessing the clown, right? Oh, my days. Wait, this is 2001? That's not age-well. No, 1991. Oh, 1991, okay. Oh, God. Wow. Oh, sweet Jesus. That's horrifying. You know this is Nightmare Fuel, because this is a recording of the TV.
1: Oh, my days.
0: God, that's creepy. Wow. And look at Nihilus the Sandman. Nihilus the Sandman just looks innocent as you like. Creepy old man, curvy yeah. beard. He's got a beard on his beard. Yeah,
1: well, why wouldn't you?
0: He has a beard and a goatee. Nested beards. What the hell is this thing? Nested I love beards. It. Nihilus the Sandman well, and the goddamn can... scary metal what. clown.
1: You can consider that as my Christmas gift to you.
0: Nihilus the Sandman? Yeah. Not Scrooge. Not Scrooge. Or Scrooge.
1: Scrooge wasn't in the Christmas movies list.
0: That's really dumb.
1: Wikipedia. you want to do it every day? Get your shit together.
0: Scrooge You want to feel it every day? Great. Scrooge is pretty damn great. Scrooge. But you know what else is great? Christmas. Glenfiddick. Glenfiddick. They're not sponsoring the show. It's just great. But if they'd like to. Alright. I want to. Everyone quiet down. I'm going to give a toast. A toast. Christmas toast. Christmas toast. Thank you one and all on this. The, uh, what frigging day is this? Where are we? 25th of December? No, no. The 28th of December. Or 27th. If you're on iTunes. (laughs) I hope you all had a... Chuffing. No, do you know what? Let's put this out on the 21st. We're put this
1: out on the 20, 21st.
0: 21st. Hi, everyone! We 21st. forgot what day it is, will be. Welcome to the 21st of December. We hope you have a chuffing, twatting, cocking good Christmas. Have a wonderful Noel. Have a prisoner 44683 four, pair Noel, <laughs> that was called. <laughs> Thirty
1: six fifteen pair a code pair Noel
0: pairs and naches the real Home Alone have some nachos and drink copious nog or nugs nog which, whichever you Egg can nog. get
1: or nugs lots of eggnog get some
0: dank nugs in a cup
1: dank nugs just chew them in a cup big dank nugs that's a Christmas dinner I can get that, behind I'll be honest
0: that's the, that is the sweetest plum. On the Christmas tree. Fucking hell. We hope, whatever you're celebrating, you have a lovely time. We hope that you will join us, gentle reader. <laughs> In the new year. <laughs> next Friday, uh, and then the new year. We've got one more episode Oh yeah, year. of course we have. Alright, we've got one more episode before we can kiss goodnight to the to The, the, the dark, the dark, <clears throat> dim time of timeline. 2018. The darkest timeline Fucking of them all. Fucking hell. So, from our family whom we've killed and sold to some mobsters on Christmas yeah who are gonna have hearts of gold and help us save Christmas
1: just like all those 1940s Christmas films
0: yeah by fighting the devil <laughs> with Mexican Santa
1: Santa versus Satan
0: Santa versus <sighs> Satan Satan have a lovely Christmas we'll see you next week for a pre-New Year's bit of filth yep and until then you know drink responsibly don't be an idiot
1: Ta-ra!
0: Ta-ra! Ooh, Happy holidays